Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. You're a cool dude, great dude. I appreciate awesome. it, man. You can be mean. You're shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot, a lot <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Uh, If you hear some coughing tonight, that was uh, (laughs) bear spray testing. Yeah, I don't don't know why I did that. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm glad to know for all the grizzlies in Seattle that you're going to be safe. Uh, I just had to check it out. You know, I'm like, does this work? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, apparently you were testing bear spray earlier today. That's great. <laughs> um, anyway, welcome to the call-in show, everybody. Uh, most people know the rules, but I reiterate them nonetheless. There is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show atop the video description. Click on that. Once you get in the server, put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who arrived first. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. Patrons get priority. If you are a patron, you should be marked in a nice, pretty orange font. If you're not marked and you are a patron, please do get in touch with us. We will get you marked so that we know that you get priority. If you can't make the show live and you would like to contribute, we do take email questions. We got a handful of those tonight. Why are you laughing at me? It's because it. Oh I, no! Somebody, somebody in the live chat said there are bears in Seattle. <laughs> oh, that kind of bear. Yeah. Yeah, I know that kind of bear too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Preston. Well, I, I don't know that kind of bear. I'm yeah, just you aware. know that kind of bear. I'm aware of that kind of bear. I <laughs> uh-huh, get the uh-huh. joke. Is all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever. Bro. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway. What was I saying? You can email the show, beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We take your questions there if you'd like to contribute that way. Or if you'd like to record a message for us, you can upload that on YouTube, and we will play the audio on the show and respond to it. We also take Super Chats in between callers. So that's the plan. Um, as always, you know we have more callers than we can handle, which is a great problem to have. We do the best we can. If you are a caller, please limit to one topic, one comment, one question, and uh, please do res- be respectful of your fellow callers and hopefully we can get through as many as we can any other items before we hop into it uh no okay good it's been uh, an absolutely stupid week of news so i hope i hope I people want to talk about i want to talk about robert lee why did you, did you hear about that constantine's up first we'll get constantine in here did you hear about this though the robert lee espn scandal no okay i'll pull constantine in and he'll listen to it real quick but robert did you DM lee- me about this I might have constant Constantine. You're good to go. Can I explain a scandal to blonde really quick before we. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So have you heard of the Robert Lee, Virginia football scandal, Constantine? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So Virginia football, university of Virginia football, the same, uh, university of Virginia on which the big, uh, Charlottesville, uh, where the Robert E. Lee statue was, which was the focal point of the Charlottesville chaos. Their football game is coming up in a couple weeks. Scheduled to announce the game for ESPN was an Asian announcer guy named Robert Lee. (laughs) ESPN pulled him off of the announcer team because they feared that it would be too offensive, too triggering. There'd be too many memes. That's so stupid, but he's Asian. He's not even a white guy. His name, his middle name isn't even E. His middle initial is not even E. My middle name is is Lee. 
So am I going to, I'm worried that I'm going to have to change it for racist reasons. But anyway, it's, it's the stupidest thing in the week. It's Constantine. Sorry for delaying your call there. I just wanted to explain it. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's not like I have anything else to do. And I, don't mean that <laughs> I, I have nothing else to do. That's why I'm here. I, I want to be more serious about this. So uh, have you heard about the troops <laughs> of Afghanistan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have not listened to the president's speech in full, but I've, I've heard enough clips of it to get the gist, I believe. Thoughts? Uh, should we just uh, cut our losses and leave? Should we just uh, go another full scale invasion? What do we do? Oh boy! I mean, I was, I was freaking out, uh, and then I contacted my fiance about this, and he's like, "I genuinely believe that this is not for nation building purposes, and that, and that reinforcements are needed in Afghanistan." So I default to his judgment on this. He knows way more about it than I do, um, and I was surprised to hear that from him. I thought he was going to be appalled. One of the things I'm encouraged by Trump, and that I take. Uh, at face value from him is his deference to military leadership. And mm -hmm. uh, I think there's a strong case to be made that that might not have been the case with his predecessor. Uh, yeah. So so I, if Trump is being sincere and he's being honest that he is deferring to the judgment of military leadership and opening up the rules of engagement, for example, for the military, which were previously heavily, heavily restricted, uh, then I don't necessarily have a problem with this with the asterisk that the the crazy statistic for me about Afghanistan that I, I heard recently and just makes sense when you think about it, soon we're going to have young guys going into Afghanistan who weren't even born when the purpose for the war happened, that being right. September 11th. That's crazy. At some you point. Kids don't even remember. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, to the point, do I want to be trying to build a democracy in Afghanistan? Good right. luck. Good, Good luck, luck on yeah. that. And that's um, another thing I, I wish that the Trump administration would be realistic about. Like, there's no way to institute um, a democracy there. And I don't have any faith that they will develop a successful country with or without our help. And so, I mean, shouldn't the buck stop the, there? <laughs> well, the goal that, and the goal that he seemed to describe that I agree with is basically what we want. What we don't want is a terrorist playground. We don't right. want ISIS land to come out of Afghanistan. That seems like the goal. And if that's the goal, then I can get on board with that. But again, I'm not, I by no means have expertise on this issue, but what do, what do you think, Constantine? What's your take? You are vampires for a reason. Look at all these empires. I've tried to take all throughout history. You can't, it's the political culture of Afghanistan. They're a very decentralized country. Prince of multiculturalism, these tribal, ethnic and religious groups will always fight amongst each other. The legitimate government of Afghanistan will never rule outside Kabul. That's, yeah, that's probably true. I mean, that seems consistent with everything I've heard. Yeah, and that's what's the uh, thing about Afghanistan, man. It is not, um, it, it's 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 otherworldly in terms of its existence. You know what I mean? It exists like in a different century, in a different time. It's uh, it's not like it's a modern place where you just go there and they have weird values that we need to reform. Like this is it, it, Afghanistan's like a time machine. Mm -hmm. You can't really fix that. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but they were better off under communism. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there is there is something about um, Islamic culture. As a layman, it seems to me that an iron fist seems to work in Islamic yeah. culture, and it seems to be what they want. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you know who was able to control Muslims? Saddam uh, did a pretty Saddam good job. Saddam Hussein and Gaddafi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say here. I mean, if this is what you guys need, then it's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. And that that was Muhammad, uh, you know, as a as a prophet, he was he, he ruled with an iron fist. He was a warmonger. Yeah. 
And this, we get back to that same paradox we described a few weeks ago, where it's like, they need an authoritarian figure to tell them how great freedom and liberty is. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, really. I'm going to enforce liberty on you, whether you like it or not. It, it's very hard to do that. I don't think they want liberty. I mean, no, they know. I don't. There think is no liberty in Islam. I think that no. would be really counterintuitive for them. No, they kind of. Uh, and frankly, if I if I lived in Syria or Iraq, one of these other Muslim countries, I would choose the militaristic uh, career military guy who took the rather than some uh, prince who was born into power and just makes money off of oil. I, honestly, hmm. I'd say from that perspective, why you might support someone like the, the more like types that, that that's at least why i'm saying there yeah yeah all right well thanks for the thoughts we appreciate it man it's uh it, it is uh trump hasn't been very specific about what's going to happen but this is something that um probably deserves more discussion and, and media coverage that it's getting it kind of is a 24-hour thing hey they're going to send more troops and so that's about it kind of forget how was trending number one yesterday was it well, maybe I'm fake news. I'll fake news myself if you want. <laughs> I lose all confidence. Oh, yeah. Marco Rubio, who the guy else? who... Like Lindsey Graham also, um, some other people. Marco Rubio lost it this last week, too, saying that basically Nazis deserve to be punched on Twitter. Uh, He's just trying to curry favor. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Constantine. <laughs> Have a good night. Bye. Okay. Uh, should we take another call? Good on Super Chat? Yeah. Okay. Uh, guess who is up next? The one, the only. Oh, Hello, yeah, everybody. That. Oh, hey, everyone. Hi. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, it's How's been a little it? bit. Reminds me. Guess why I'm celebrating. Uh, I don't know. Tell me. Oh, it's your birthday. Okay. Happy birthday. Uh, no, How old are you? My birthday on the 8th. I'm 18. Okay, that's close enough. Right. 18. Okay. So did you get all the things out of the way? Did you go to the strip club? Did you go, um, did you <laughs> Fuck, go gamble? No, no. Did you buy cigarettes? You don't have any. Well, first of all, I know my laws, sir. I know I can't buy cigarettes legally. That's why I went down to the corner store in the back area where they sell it illegally. No, you can't I buy can't. cigarettes. What? What are you talking about? I, that, it's the same drinking law. Remember? It's like 21 or something. Where? No, what state is that? It was 18. Wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shitting. I'm the wrong person to ask because I've never even taken a drag oh. of a cigarette. So I didn't buy cigarettes either. You but I did go. Never taken a drag of a nah. cigarette. I've I've oh, smoked weed probably a dozen yeah, times in my life. Look, when you come here, we can smoke weed if you want. But yeah, I do want. No. To, yeah. Okay, fine. No. But I'm not smoking I, I, a cigarette. I fly, I fly a straight arrow, sir. I'm a, <laughs> not like a degenerate like you. I gambled 20 bucks on my 18th birthday. I mean, come on. I've never gambled. As long as you understand all the money you put on the table, if you're prepared to lose it, no problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got a budget. Exactly. You're exactly right. You're a wise man for your age. Uh, I still haven't signed up for the selective service, which I'm considering whether or not I even should. It's a violation of the law not to. What are you talking about? No, no. Technically, I just don't get certain benefits. Um, and you I'm can't do the, uh, you, you can't face penalty if you're caught. Well, there's penalty, just not. I, I don't, no one's going to go after an 18 year old during a non drafting time period. No, it's that's political. No. That's true. Anyway, how is how are you two? How are you two doing since the last couple of weeks? Oh gosh, it's been a rough few weeks <laughs> for conservatives. 
the the news cycle is so fast i can't even remember um well like charlottesville happened yeah i mean that was kind of the thing that shook up all the news or you know threw everything out the window yeah. except for that then a few you know terrorist attacks but that's it's part of parcel living in a city can't even there. can't even remember yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i remember i got a haircut for my birthday because i felt like it and my dad was kind of um a little shocked and kind of afraid because it was really really close to the to the scalp it was like a one all over uh -oh. and two days later some guy got shanked because he had the same haircut yeah, i saw yeah, that. i read that yeah, yeah it, didn't you just have a high and tight haircut yeah, and basically that was the day i said car. you know what i'm gonna go grab a gun now i'm gonna i'm waiting for my driver's <laughs> license i'm gonna get in a couple in an, in a, a month within the next 30 days and then i'm gonna go buy a gun oh there you go did you see macklemore denounced the hairstyle too on twitter what people said you? macklemore you need to no, change your hairstyle he says i'll have you know i haven't had it for a year called Hitler's Youth does not I guess, mean I guess yeah it is a Nazi haircut yeah all right do you have uh do you have like a focal point for us or are we just we talk in random hodgepodge of craziness tonight kind of it, it's been a weird one I'm preparing for the ACT so I'm kind of burnt out mm. um I, I need to get 31 or 32 at least on the 36 point scale that's pretty good uh yeah that's, that's just a, kind that's of, a semi-elite score if you're getting that high I'm, I, I first round I did 27, second round I did 29, mm -hmm. and now I'm going for my third and final. You can only take it three but times. Kind of, yeah, you take these days you take it multiple times. Apparently, most people well, do that. Well, back in my day, you could take it up to three times, and then after the third time, they'd start averaging your scores together. Hmm. Now it's 12, and you can take it indefinitely any time in your life up to 12 times, and that's sweet. The new hmm. Yeah. Except every single time you do it, you want to kill yourself. So I don't really know how sweet that really is. Yeah, I remember being really miserable. <laughs> yeah. Then hmm. oh, I was to state school anyway, so it didn't matter. <laughs> I have to. I have to start worrying about how I look because I'm going to be going to college and I'm spending the first two years here in the South prereq, and then I got to go two years. I'm going to go for a, a bachelor's of science in in USC, University of Southern California. Because uh, did they, you hear about the their racist one. horse there? You hear about that? When the, the at USC they have a, a horse statue named Traveler, and he's oh. racist. Well, and Robert E. Lee's horse oh, was no, named Traveler, the and they're Traveler. not even the same horse. But you got to get that removed. Hopefully, you won't have to see that rafe that racist monument when you get to USC. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to pretend to be. Um, uh, I'm gonna have to be pretend to be apolitical and but well informed, which is an oxymoron, really. But I, I bet you'll be pretty safe in a uh, in a STEM environment from a lot of the political bullshit. To be honest, I'd be surprised. Bad. I don't know at USC. Yikes! Mm. Extremist opinions for, for for a lot of these lefties. I'm gonna have to do some aliases. That's one of the reasons why I haven't. You know, I don't. You don't know my real name or anything like that. Because specifically for this, uh, which reminds me. Uh, uh, Blonde, I asked you to do something involving some some writing website that uh, I wanted you to to deal with a couple weeks ago. Did you ever get in contact with the individual I needed you to get in contact with? No, and I don't know what you're talking about. Did you yeah, I guess. But, but you had did you get in did you get in touch with Blonde? Did you guys talk about it? She, you know, the thing is that his website. The problem is that the only contact information for him is his editor in chief, and I contacted her. And she just like is like, oh, you have this, you have this issue with where, where the, the system booted you out and doesn't recognize you anymore. Okay, we'll fix this. She sent me a temporary password that didn't work and never contacted me again and never responded I, to me again. 
I can tell you, unfortunately, we don't have like magic connections to other YouTubers. In fact, like most of them don't return our emails either. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, or I, show up for interviews, you know, or yeah, or do the things they say they're going to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so, um, so unfortunately, so, you got to mostly just have to get in touch directly with the people that you need. I'm so sick. I'm so sick and tired of this. I can't, I can't make my own channel on YouTube. Uh, for a few reasons, and so I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm. I've been mulling it over whether I should finish learning C plus plus and Python and all the others, and just try to make my own platform and see how that works out. There's a lot yeah, of money to be made. Yeah, <laughs> there, I mean, the billionaire unstoppable. He should do it. Yeah, there's there is clearly a, a market to be tapped in that. Uh, the problem is all the infrastructure yeah. costs to go along with it. Not only do you need to make the to do the coding to make the the site or whatever, but you need to have the massive infrastructure to support all the data. Yeah, yeah. We are yeah. not enforcing our own rules, though. What do you mean? We, we gotta, we gotta keep, keep it moving. Oh yeah, yeah. Good call. We'll have to, we'll have Make to. Like best rules at, at the beginning of every show, and then fails to enforce. Well, them yeah, but you, you're free to crack <laughs> the whip too. There you I go. See, you I, did you, it. You, you gotta. You, you I'll gotta leave you be. Yeah. I'll leave you. Be. I know, how, I know just, how hard it is to enforce when you're when you're talking to someone like me. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Yes. Bye. Glad I did it. <clears throat> you wanna take a super chat break? Sure. We, we just got a few right now. Um, Angry Bellsprout gave us $5. Why or would Trump be willing to carpet bomb the poppy fields to help the opium crisis in America? I mm. seriously doubt that. Maybe. I don't know. He, yeah. he's surprised well, that is like the, the number one source of wealth in Afghanistan, too. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Vivin Viswanathan, $5. Do you have a full-time job outside of this? If so, how do you find the time to keep up with current events while maintaining a full-time job? This is a good question. So both of us do YouTube full-time now, but but I used to um, work in finance and I really hated my job. And so I was reading news like all day long. At work? Every day at work. So, yeah. so was I. <laughs> I was not invested for the last like six months uh, when I was pursuing this opportunity and it was clear that I was going to leave. Uh, I was doing the minimal adequate at work and yeah. yeah, yeah, just the minimum that I wouldn't get in any kind of trouble. <laughs> yeah, same. And and to be honest, my old job had a structure where the ceiling was very clear. So if I did, exactly. on, if I did work above and beyond what I was expected to, no real benefit. If I Me did too, minimum yeah, adequate, yeah. same paycheck. Exactly. Yeah. Might as well yeah. try to work on YouTube stuff. And I enjoyed it so much more. So, yep. Definitely. But there's but no way we could do what we do working 40 hours a week at another job. Wouldn't happen. Because even though I put out one video a week and then we have two shows, but um, just to not sound like a dumbass on the podcast or in my interviews, I have to do like 20 hours of research a week, probably more. Hmm. Um, anyway, and then good we question. We got another question about YouTubing later, too, at the end of the show. So we'll oh, return good. to it and then. BB has returned and given us $50. Oh, Thank BB. you for gracing us with your monies. Um, have guests this week. Not sure who Squirrel Knight is or if I'm spelling that right, but thanks for filling in. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, thanks thanks um, for coming back. Yeah. We are going to have Sticks, Hacks, and Hammer back. Um, and then I really want to have this chick on that I discovered yesterday, uh, Red Pill Black. Check out her channel. Yeah, with the I viral video. Yeah, yeah. I uh, my parents showed me your video, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta get in in contact with this girl." Yeah. And so we've been DMing, and we're gonna hang out when she comes up to Seattle. But um, I really want to get her on the channel. So we actually do have some good guests coming up. And then oh, I'm I thought BB meant she was ha she had a guest at her place. That's why she wasn't around. Oh. Is that what she meant? Oh, I, I thought know. she meant like have guests on the show this week. Oh, I thought she meant that she had a guest, and that's why she wasn't here live. Oh wow, you're definitely right. 
<laughs> whatever. We will have sticks back. That's a, that's the good uh, that's the good spoiler. Although I guess that's probably going to be we're aiming for next weekend on that. Yeah, it's not going to be this upcoming show. Yeah. It's going to be the following. And then we have Yoda Economics gave us five dollars. Uh, the age to buy cigs in California is twenty one. Really? Wow, uh -huh. I didn't know that. It is federal law. Every male of age has to register with Selective Service because you know white male privilege. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that about California cigarette laws. That's weird. It's definitely um, 18 here. At least I'm 99% sure it's 18 here. Yeah, I th it's 18 here too. It was a definitely 18 in Missouri. Um, okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, next up, we got numbers. I don't know if this is a new person or if it's just Steph Keith who has changed his name like he always does. <laughs> Let's find out because I don't recognize the name numbers. This is the body guy, right? Uh, oh. Number Hi, blonde. Yes, I was I right. It's guy. just Steph Keith with a new name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I have a story. Okay, go for it. Is it about it bodies? Is. No, it's about middle school. Oh, You'll okay. like it though. It has to do with Nazis. Um, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so, so you know butter, the Pledge yeah. of Allegiance. Oh yeah. So, uh, in band class, we had to do the Pledge of Allegiance because it was the first thing in the day. All right. So, like my group of friends at that point in time about 10 people during the pledge of allegiance the teacher would turn around and like look at the flag we would all stand up and see kyle during the pledge of allegiance okay <laughs> was this in um, the u.s or was this in costa rica it was in the u.s oh wow. that, that's that was like uh, that that getting further into the point i was gonna i was gonna say um so matt you know i went to uh well i grew up in san francisco right so yeah, at yeah. that point in time, that was about eight years ago. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to like one of my friends that's still friends from that group about said C Kyling, and I told him like, how triggered would people be today? Oh yeah, if it'd be like 10, on the news. Ten guys got up and C Kyle. Granted, yeah. it was a diverse group of guys. We had a uh, soulless ginger, me and yeah. We had a half Mexican, half something I can't remember, and the rest were white people. So, I was going to say, if you didn't have any Aryans, then you're kind so of... So you have one half Mexican, and you're like, it's super diverse. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, the ginger doesn't count. The ginger... Yeah, that, that's just a wait, white wait, guy. Wait, wait, what? No, gingers okay, are serious so question. Yeah, serious question. What was the fate of the gingers in the Holocaust? They were fine. They were fine? There was no rounding up of the gingers? I don't know. How Jewish were the gingers? I don't know. I actually don't know. If anyone is a Holocaust history expert, tell me how the gingers were treated uh, during the Holocaust. Not Jay Fry, though. Yeah, not Jay, no, Jay Fry's. Yeah. Um, well, Wait, so I, how old were you when this, when you were doing this? It was in middle school. It was fifth grade. So, okay, so you would have been like 11, 12, 10, uh, something like that? 12, I would say 12 on up, probably. Okay, so. No, but. Um, it was in, in well suburb of San Francisco, and we yeah. were seacaling, and nobody got triggered. And you did this that how was frequently? eight years ago. How like every how much? day? Okay, so you're every doing day. the Pledge of Allegiance, and were you reciting the Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance. Yes, while seacaling. But okay, what so you were shithead little kids. God. And the and no teacher ever. Bugged no, you she this? caught us a couple times, but she's like, "Oh fuck me," and then just turned around. Yeah, yeah. What can you do? Huh. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, I uh, no doubt that would be a massive controversy in not only the Bay Area, but really anywhere these days. Oh, yeah. Uh, HuffPo would have be writing about it for sure. Yeah. 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 
Okay, and a quick like two minute story, and then I'll leave. I, I um, said one. One. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, go, 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 go. No. So I red pilled my grandma forever. She's a Bible thumper. <laughs> grandma and, red pill. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. She's a Bible thumper. But um, you know, here people are kind of lefty a little bit. So um, I I told her like you know how in, in the Bible after Adam give, gives no Eve gives Adam the apple, God curses uh, mankind to work forever rather than like live in uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. U- utopia. Yeah, I can't. I want to say Ethiopia, utopia? but it's yeah. Yeah, Ethiopia and Utopia are not the same at <laughs> <No>. all. <laughs> no, so so I told her that's why communism will never work, because hmm. man is cursed to work forever, and communism is getting free stuff. And she's like, you know what? You're right. I am anti-communist forever, and that's so how you I exploited my her religion to yes. make her anti-communist. I have no ethical problem with that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, right, thanks well, for calling. Well, thanks, man. We'll Bye. catch you next time. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Big Red Doggy. Should we bring him in or take a break? Uh, yeah, let's bring him in. Okay. Mr. Red Doggy. <laughs> next up, we got Big Red Doggy. Should we bring him in or take a break? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Mute hey. that stream. All right, you're good. Yeah. Sorry. I had to mute the stream. So... I want to talk about, uh, first off, did you guys see the deal about the, uh, the pigs that were saved by firemen and eaten by them? I felt kind of bad. Like, just on, a, just on a, just, yeah, I admit it, on like a very dumb emotional level, I felt kind of sad. <laughs> Is someone going to fill me in? Oh, you don't know the story. Okay. No. So oh. Red Doggy, explain the story. Okay. So, basically, there was a fire at a farm in, uh, somewhere in England. I'm not sure where, uh, but basically the firemen saved two sows and like 16, 18 piglets from the fire. And then six months later, the lady that owned the farm decided to repay the firemen by serving them up sausages made from the pigs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Which I mean. I don't, yeah, I don't know why I feel bad because they're pork. You know, they're, they're raised for pork anyway, so it's not, there's yeah. no distinction. Like, what would I have preferred that they died in the fire, I guess? I That's why I say it's dumb. But at the same time, it just seems weird that the firefighters risked themselves to save the livestock. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. But then, and you couldn't eat a pig that died in a fire? Well, probably not. I mean, no, it'd be too uh, burned up like a charcoal. What if all the pigs just died of smoke inhalation? You could eat those. What pigs, if they were probably. smoked perfectly? That'd be, <laughs> you know, that'd be uh, smoked meat. So maybe. Oh boy, was this like a national story? Is everybody talking about this? This is literally the first I've heard about this. I heard there I was. Um, wasn't there some kind of PETA objection or, or something? Yeah, there was PETA. PETA was pissed about it. Hmm. <laughs> oh boy. I think it was. I think it got put in uh, Daily Mail first, and then it just kind of blew up from there. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was the one thing that I wanted to talk about that kind of got me in a little bit of a jovial mood. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those stories that bugs me because it bugs me. Like it bugs me, and I know it's so stupid that it bugs me that that itself yeah. bugs me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I have okay. this, I have this, just I don't know, this kind of like 
pussy reaction to it, and it bothers me that I do. <laughs> Piglets are so adorable. Maybe yeah, yeah, because there was a hey, picture in the story pigs, I saw, so. and you know, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I raised pigs, so I mean, I, uh. I, I can understand. I mean, I had I uh, I raised piglets, and you know, I I showed them. Yes, you can show pigs. Ah, was it that is. like a four H like FFA thing or what? FFA, yeah. I okay. I'll tell you a story before we move on. Uh, no, I I don't know if this is fair, but I was basically tricked into being in FFA in high school. <laughs> and the way it was, um, and I'm glad that it actually happened because I learned some useful skills and stuff. But um, mm-hmm. I took a mechanics class from a, a teacher, and uh, you know we learned about like small engines and welding and all those things that, and stuff that I liked. And then one day he asked my friends, he's like, "Hey, you guys want to go to this welding competition?" We're like, "All right, cool. We're not good at welding really, but we'll go." And we show up there, and then everyone's in FFA jackets doing the FFA Creed. And we're like, <laughs> hell are we in an ffa like contest or meeting and we were and then i did ffa for two years and then i quit did you have to wear the wonderful hideous corduroy jacket they're the worst it's not even the appearance don't get me wrong the blue corduroy does look terrible i don't know if they have updated their look yet (laughs) or not but do do you remember the way that they fit like they were very short yeah and if you got a bigger size they didn't get longer they just got fatter yeah yeah not not yeah. a good tailoring job on the FFA jackets. The only the other thing FFA jackets are famous for is in Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. Yeah. Which is uh, one of my favorite comedies of all time. It's one of three movies Matt's seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah exactly. Ironically, uh, FFA doesn't stand for anything anymore. It doesn't yeah, stand yeah. for Future Farmers of America anymore. It's just FFA. What? It's just Why? FFA. Because some people got offended by the fact that it stood for Future Farmers and they weren't farmers. Yeah. Oh, God, whatever. Hooray for peaceiness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the call, man. Oh, no problem. Catch you next Talk time. Talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. Take a little take a super break. chat break. Sure. Um, sorry, my computer's running real hot. Um, okay. Matt McFadder gave us $20 and said, Thank Blonde, you. we love you, but can you say Key Arrow Wave O's? I think he wants me to say Key Arrow Wave O's, which means I want eggs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a, I don't know. I don't know if that's Is a, this because I blocked Boom Baby about him? I was going to say, I don't know if that's a reproduction joke or, uh, or what. I don't know. Too many steps. You got you to gotta remember I'm a woman and I'm blonde. There cannot be more than one step from, you know, joke to, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. Yoda Economics gave us $5. Redheads weren't treated horribly, but Hitler banned two redheads from getting married. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, I don't know if that is actually true. Uh, definitely send me an email on that. Um, I, cause I, I'm curious now cause well, then I don't know. I guess I just want to know how gingerness fit into Hitler's view of the master race. That's what I want to know. Um, I don't know. I'm immediately going to Google it after we get off this call. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, then I'm we have ten dollars from Formerly Fallen. Hey, fan of Matt Blonde, you seem awesome as well. Hope you are both having a great night so far. But question, Matt. How can I go about being as informed and doing proper research into these events? That's a good question. Uh, well, I guess it, everything comes down to time, you know. Um, what I like to do is use my social media as news aggregators, basically. Like, I don't. Facebook to me is 100% a news aggregation service, and with select few friends that I try to keep up on. Yeah. But I follow a ton of different media on Facebook. 
from you know conservative outlets to really and Vox and yeah and do you have a Matt Christensen Facebook account? Not for the YouTube, although people ask me all the time, and I have no excuse not to. But I just hate Facebook for I hate it for social reasons. Like I I don't want to participate in Facebook. I just like Facebook because it brings all the stuff to me. And I use Twitter as kind of my interactive platform. I still follow a lot of new stuff on Twitter. But I would say if you can, it doesn't have to be Facebook. It doesn't have to be Twitter. I would say find some platform where you can get news aggregated to you from a bunch of different sources. And there's plenty of stuff in Twitter my Facebook. Twitter's great for that, there's though. Like, like, I, you know, Vox and HuffPo and stuff I hate, but I still like to see because I want to know what they're talking about, you know? Right, right. Um, okay, we're caught up. Okay. Uh, oh, hey, Stan's up next. I always love talking to Stan. Mm, let's get Stan in here. Whoop. Oh, there we go. Hey, Stan. Good Hi. Whoop. Kind of cut out on me. Let's see if it comes back. Robot Stan. You there, uh, Robo Stan? Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to. Doop, 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 doop. Uh, <laughs> Can you hear spect- me? Right? Are you getting the there spectrum treatment? All right. Gotta, just got to talk louder. I don't know. I think it sounds like we have a bad connection or something. It does. Oh, it means I want balls. Oh. Huevos? Yeah. Jay Fry just, just messaged me. Oh. Drop me out and call him. You're breaking up, Stan. We can't hear you. Yeah, if you... Um, just I hang out. Hear, I can't hear it, yeah. Stan, at all. I can try to bring you back, or if you want to, I don't know, reset your stuff or something, I can bring him back in. But I can't hear Stan at all. Um, he has the same internet company that I do, Spectrum. I got a... You want to know... You want a brief story about my internet update? Because I know everyone loves my ISP thing. I'll try to you be have brief. 60 seconds. Okay, so... I'm getting the the, uh, the fiber optics, but I filled out the paperwork for them to install it, and that was like a month ago. And then they haven't responded, so I go down there like a week uh, a week ago and say, "Well, I don't need it immediately, but do you guys have a timeline for the, what when the construction can be done?" And the lady says, "There is no timeline. It could be any time." And I said, "Well, I mean, does that mean like next month, or does that mean like next year?" And she's like, "Any time." <laughs> that is so not helpful. Okay, and so I just left. And then today, I'm out washing my car. Wednesday is usually kind of an off day for me. Like, I usually post a video on Wednesday and mostly take Wednesday to do chores and all that. So I'm out washing my car in the garage. Car pulls up. Random person says, they never called me to tell me they were coming. Just some random unmarked car that says, hey, I'm with uh, Montana Opticom. I'm here to do some work to to get your install schedule. I said, okay, great, but why are you showing? Yeah, anytime. And it's weird that they never called because it just so happens that I'm at home and available, but that's probably not the case for most people. That can't people. be a good business model. You just show yeah. up whenever. So she shows up. She does some stuff on the utility links outside. All the while, I'm kind of sort of half watching her while, watch, while washing my car. Then she just leaves. She never said anything to me after that. So again, my install could be any time. <laughs> Do you know what she did? No, I think she just kind of like put some equipment on the utility hookups outside. And I think I don't know what she was testing or what she was measuring. And then she just left without saying a word, without telling me like when this is actually going to be done or giving me a timeline or charging me or anything. Anytime Internet company. That's who I have coming. Okay, I spent enough time on that. But uh, this whole Internet thing has just been bizarre. And I think Spectrum just got stand too. But let's pull uh, let's pull Jericho in. Jericho, you're good to go. Hey. 
Hey, well, how's it going? Doing all right. Good, how are you? Just fantastic. Um, I was going to tell you guys, uh, I don't know if you saw any of the coverage from the Eclipse on I, Monday. Uh, yeah, well, I, I got here. It was like 95% Eclipse, probably about the same in Seattle, I'd imagine. Yeah. Did you uh, did you take in the Eclipse at all? Did you go? I, yeah, I did not. Oh, I thought hmm. you were talking to me. Oh, oh either, sorry. <laughs> either. Where, where, you, where do you live, Jericho? If you don't mind, I live sharing. in I, I live in Nebraska, so so you probably got a pretty good eclipse then. Yeah, um, I actually drove about like an hour and a half south of where I live to go check it out and uh, get in the path of totality. Mm-hmm. Which uh, when we got there, when I got there, it was like really cloudy, so I was a little bit worried that we weren't going to be able to see it. Yeah, but there was a there was a storm that went through like right before the eclipse started. And then lightning actually struck a tree like a hundred feet away from where I was sitting. Crazy during the eclipse or like before it? Like right before, probably about maybe. Uh, half so you hour had a beforehand. you had a thunderstorm eclipse. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, pretty How much. Weird. Pretty much. That had yeah, to be really weird. Because when I was outside, it was a clear sunny day here. It's still smoky, unfortunately, but other than that, it was a clear sunny day. And the weird thing about the eclipse is it's sunny out, but kind of dark. Like my dad texted me and says. It's like I'm wearing sunglasses without wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of how it looked outside because it's sunny. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, 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 I aim to have dad jokes that good when I am a dad, hopefully. Hopefully I can <laughs> live thing, up to that standard. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was sunny out, and, but you can't feel the warmth of the sun. It's kind of cold, and it's sunny but dark. It's a very weird experience. It was super cool. But if there's a thunderstorm going on, that would make it even crazier. That's like apocalyptic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, the storm cleared out before we got to totality, so I actually got mm-hmm. to see like the corona around the sun and or, yeah, I guess around the moon, whatever. But and so crazy, you could have um, been struck by lightning and then blinded by an eclipse <laughs> all in, like, within you, a few hours. Do you guys see the yeah, picture exactly. of Trump looking into the eclipse? That's, like, that's oh, I best. love that. I saw that, and Just, then I was watching Tucker yeah. Carlson last night, and he was talking about. Um, he made some kind of a, a almost like a Chuck Norris type joke about it huh. on a show and said like, oh, this is the greatest achievement of any president ever. <laughs> and I don't know. I wish I knew the context, but it does seem like Trump probably said, they say you're not supposed to look into the sun, but I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it just seems like a Trump like, thing ah. to do. And it was tremendous. Like it yeah. Right. From his, from his speech last night, they told me not to do it, but you know, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, uh, yeah I fortunately did not burn out my retinas, which was good. The cool thing about being in totality that I didn't realize that didn't happen here, because like I said, here it was like 95%, 96% or something. But the pictures I've seen is that when you are in the path of totality, it's basically like a sun, a 360 degree sunset around you. Like all of exactly. the horizon looks like a sunset, which has to yeah. be really cool, especially in Nebraska, because that's mostly prairie, I would assume. Like you've got a good, clean um, horizon all around you. Well, I actually live in the eastern part of Nebraska, which is a little bit more hilly, so okay. we kind of don't have that necessarily. But yeah. you can still see, like, like exactly what you're saying—a a basically like sunset all the way around, which yeah. was just kind of trippy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it got pretty cool. The temperature dropped pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty sweet. The only thing that kind of sucked about it was it was like an hour and a half drive to get down to where I went to go watch it. And then to get back, it was it took three hours and fifteen minutes to make the same trip. 
The traffic was that bad. Like everybody did this. Did this? It was trip, horrible. Every oh. little small town you got to, like traffic was backed up for probably three to four miles outside of it, and you're going like five miles an hour. It was just yeah. atrocious. But I mean, I kind of regret because it wouldn't have been a terribly far drive for me to go to get into the path of totality. It mostly crossed over Wyoming. You know, I'd have to yeah. drive a few hours. But that's the stuff. It is kind of a once in a lifetime thing, or a once every you know x amount of years thing. But uh, but that's the one thing I don't necessarily regret is I would have been pissed in the traffic. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of I was sitting there in traffic and I was like, well, I could be pissed about this, or I could just kick back and enjoy the ride and be happy that I'm not working today. So yeah, yeah, that was all right. Well, well cool, man. Thanks for um, thanks for sharing that, and uh, hope you have a great night. Appreciate it. Yeah. Did you uh, did you guys get your Powerball tickets? No, although I did go to the gas station today, and I mean, everybody's in there trying to buy them, and I'm just trying to buy an energy drink. I wish they would hurry up. <laughs> you know, none of you are gonna win. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take your money if you, you want to just give it away. I'll take it. Your entire um, call-in show and everything over that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, you bet. Have a good night. Okay, you want to take another caller? Uh, yeah, let's catch up on this real quick. Okay. Uh, Viking Insane gave us $5. In the 90s, Fresh Prince was just a funny sitcom. Today, it would be a beacon of diversity, unlike that white supremacist cast of Full House. Well, I, I've, yeah. I've heard Steven Crowder talk about that stuff, but I think he's right that basically Family Matters and Fresh Prince could not be made today. Why? Because uh, what's the name of the dad on Fresh Prince? What was his name? Something Banks. Um I forget, but Will's Will's adopted dad on on Fresh Prince, um, or his uncle, Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil. Oh yeah, he was a judge, um, and on Family Matters, the dad was a cop. That would not fly today. People would be pissed. Um, But Full House is better. I love Full House and Fuller House. Watch Fuller House on Netflix. It's great. God, you are so super gay. Uh, okay, then we have it's John Stamos. It's John Stamos and Candace Cameron. If you don't enjoy looking at the both of them, there's something wrong with you. No, I mean, they're really good looking people, but that doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to watch like a whatever. I'm not watching <laughs> Fuller House. Keep going. Robert Atkinson, $2. Blonde, show us your dog, please. I don't know. He's sleeping in here. I was a little bit worried at show us your. Can you see him? Sarah? Oh, you have like, what do you have? A cradle for him? Well, he likes to, no, it's a little dog carrier. He oh likes to sleep God. in there. It makes him feel safe. I tried to make my dog sleep in a dog bed when I first got him, but it never worked. He has Bash to sleep likes in the bed. sleep in the bed? Oh, he has to sleep in the Does bed, Does he just yeah. fart on you all night? Is it just one No, long he's long? mostly snory. He's actually not that gassy. What? I mean, can, Every but... French bulldog I've ever met is just farting constantly. Not that bad. I mean, not, not necessarily any more than any other dog I've had. Oh, man. I love French bulldogs. Um, it's just the noise. It's the noise factor. <laughs> Then we have Meg gave us $5. Um, was in Boston during the protest. Wasn't mm. in the eye of the storm, but lots of fat white women with iced coffees in one hand and Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Um, oh, shoot. Let me reload this really quick. Sure. Uh, casual Nerd gave us $5 and said, Matt, is your dog still alive? Yeah. yeah. He's only four. He just turned four. <laughs> Bash is gonna live a long, healthy life. He does have a he does have a heart murmur, um, but he's had it his whole life. And I I run him around all the time. He doesn't he doesn't seem to have any problems. I gotta take him to the vet. Actually, he's due for a vet visit. This if he doesn't keep running away, and this has no, happened. No, I fortified the fences. Like he can't escape anymore. There's no escaping. Two separate times, like 
honestly 10 to 15 minutes before the show matt's been like my dog ran away and i don't know what to do and then in the nick of time yeah he's found him so yeah um jonathan edwards did i already say this one five dollars love you guys i'm going to bed all right have a good night thank you yeah thank you for that um and then twenty dollars from the data drew can't watch tonight Got to be in the car all day, so I'm going to listen. Please be an awesome show. Thank awesome. you so much Thank for the you. donation. And then BB we try to make an awesome show. 20. No guarantees. Yeah. No BB. BB, you say? Got got all this money that's throwing at us for no reason. We don't deserve <laughs> I, it. We don't. I still like the BB. theory that BB. I mean, I know it's not true. BB, we appreciate BB, but I still like to perpetuate the theory that, as you said, that BB is a 15 year old who stole his mom's credit <laughs> card. It is a chick. I'm I'm sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> I just assumed it was a dude, but here yeah. we are. Baby's a woman. And then we have five dollars from Hoopty Rider. Sister, sister, I've had the fever ever since. Wait, you know what that is that show, Sister Sister, with Tia and Tamara? Oh yeah. I was thinking sister act for some reason. Um I was thinking I Whoopi Goldberg. He means jungle fever by that. I don't know, but the show, the yeah, Tia and Tamara. I need to. Where are they now for them? What the hell happened to them? Uh, they got married and had babies, and they're living a normal life. Oh, like I assume maybe comes. they went an Ashley and Mary Kate route of like weird drugs and ending up looking like I yeah, don't know, unwrapped mummies of some kind. I think that yeah. they are younger than I am. Isn't that crazy? No, the Olsen twins are slightly older than we are. Oh, really? Yeah, one of them by, by a couple too, years. Fifty-five-year-old like dude. I don't know. The Olsen twins, um, I don't know. They're just... One of them looks fine and the other one looks like shit. Yeah, I think it's Ash. It's no, yeah, I can't remember which one is the one that doesn't look like a total freak show, but they're both, they've both seen better days and they're only like early 30s, like 31 or 32. I don't know. Eating disorders, you know, and smoking does that too. Yeah. Um, okay, we're good. Okay. Um, Stan posted back. Okay, let's try, let's try to get Stan in again. Okay. Stan. What should right. I eat? Try it again, Stan. Take two. Can you hear me hey. right now? Yeah. Spectrum's All got right. you hooked up now. Excellent. Good, good. Uh, good evening. I actually have a couple quick good things uh, that happened in the last couple of days for me personally that I wanted to okay. share with you. Um, but first, I say, you know, Blonde, at the, at, during the Unstoppable call there, I was a little worried when he was talking about sending you an email after talking about his birthday. I'm like... Okay, what sort of coming of age request has he just made the blonde <laughs> as sort of a, so it's my birthday. Could you maybe send me? And I'm like, okay. Then it a took picture a of your feet and your business. Yes, exactly. I'm just like, oh, God, where is this going? Where is this going? But it didn't go there. Um, as you recall, a couple weeks ago, I, I had a little bit of a rant about my, my niece going away to college. And oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she actually moved up there today to school. Uh, she and I had our sit down on Sunday and I am very happy with where her mind is. Uh, she completely has made it clear. She does not blame Trump for all the world's problems, um, <laughs> which was big. She oh, said, just wait, they'll get to her. I know. Correct that. I know. Yeah. She has said that her current boyfriend has several times tried to get her, you know, kind of strong armor her and believe this, believe that and she doesn't do it. And I told her, I said, look, just don't hit anybody. I'm like, you can disagree. Yeah. I said, don't hit anybody. I said, if you want to believe something, don't take someone else's word for it. Do yeah. your own research. 
do, do you know what you're standing up for? Don't believe it because, you know, Biff over there said, oh, this is, you know, what you need to do. So yeah. I'm confident she's only an hour away. So yeah, if, if I see the shits going on, I can still jump in the car and go be the dominant male figure that she's never had in her life well her boyfriend sounds like a douche though yeah he pretty much yeah he trying to blue pillar is that what you're saying i think so but they're not going they're not going to college together so oh they'll uh, break up in like five seconds it's cool yeah yeah we we know what that means that that she'll find someone and yeah it'll be over. so many of my friends were like we're going to different colleges but it'll be okay not one of them no no, (laughs) no, one of them and you, and you shouldn't you shouldn't go to college with that expectation, frankly. Exactly. Yeah. It's fine to keep exactly. in touch with people, and maybe it works out. And it's fine to keep an open mind to those sorts of things. But for people who are college age listening, do I know you think you're in love? I know you think he or she's the one. Fine, and, keep in touch with him or her. But uh, or I, Z. I, yep, but, and I but, even it's a he. And I even told her. I said, look, this world shit that's going on. Like college is supposed to be some goddamn fun. Yeah. Study, but. Freaking party. Don't, you know, don't get all caught up in this shit. I'm like, no, don't party. Don't party. Don't get blacked out drunk. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, enjoy the experience. Socialize. Yeah. You know, and not socializing by getting, you know, shot in the face with tear gas or putting on a black <laughs> or shot in the nuts. Do you see that clip? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh my I must God. have watched it 10 times. Like, back oh, yeah. and, and so the hard. fact that he kicked it back and then got shot in the nuts and then his Kaepernick friend, his friend with I the know. Colin yes. Kaepernick jersey. I actually shared oh. one. Some, someone Perfect. put the uh, Celine Dion Titanic song to yeah. it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but no, I've been loving that. Um, and the other thing, real, real quick, I, I talked to you guys on our. Uh, we had our, our hangout about my shoulder. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Surgery is not needed. Um, yeah. Awesome. Ayo, big time. I just had the visit today. Doctor says I have what's called frozen shoulder. Huh. Um, so essentially what he's going to do is I'll have to go to the hospital to knock me out literally for five minutes. And what he just called a manipulation, essentially just loosening it all up he said it'll sound like a bunch of knuckles cracking like repeatedly mm. over and over and over just to loosen all the stuff that's they gotta put you under just for that i bet well, that would hurt like shit I yeah, bet that that. It, that's what i mean it hurts right now to even put my arm behind my back you know oh. and he's talking like it'll, he'll have my arm up around my neck behind my back you know so it's like he he's gonna put you to under just... and just jerk your arm around violently. <laughs> that's exactly it yeah. that's it just just to kind of like you know like you know like if it was a frozen a, a frozen rope you know you just want to you, you work it he's, out yeah and he's that's... gonna just crack your arm like a whip or something that's yeah, you, you exactly. gotta you gotta get somebody to videotape yeah it. yeah set up a camera because i guarantee you this footage do. is funny oh yeah that, that, yeah that would go viral but but that was a big uh that was a big relief because you know i was yeah. worried about that being you know possibly laid up for a month and had yeah, they even yeah. said you know it'll only be five minutes and then they want me to start physical therapy that day. Hmm. So, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So no so, big deal. No downtime. So, so it's not a big deal, but uh, yeah, so that was a, a big relief. Oh, that's off, such great news. My, good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good news all around. Yeah. And, and, and Matt, thank you. Uh, that Antifa video was, was very good today. I, I needed it. I was, you mean were on my Antifa and, and I, well, <laughs> I, you know what I need? I, I need Van Jones or that ABC writer or that bitch from Yahoo Go ahead and take a stroll down to an Antifa area and try and get an interview with them. 
Yeah. And then tell me well, how wonderful they are. That was Go the ahead. thing about CNN because the headline was bullshit. And I, I kind of wanted to talk about this, but I just said I wanted to talk about the Meet the Press thing more. The actual video that is a part of that CNN article is pretty decent. Like they meet a bunch of Antifa people in a bar in Portland. And it doesn't it just, matter because of the headline. It doesn't no, matter. the headline was bullshit for sure. But I'm saying if you want um, an example of media actually going to Antifa and asking them questions, it was pretty good, especially since my stand okay. for CNN is so low that asking any kind of critical question even wow, as critical really as like act together. <laughs> yeah, well, the the questions, the critical questions are about as critical as. So tell me about what you believe. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. that's basically the extent of the yeah. the critical approach. But um, but I would say if you're interested in in watching Antifa people speak freely, it's a pretty no. good video. It's like six or seven minutes, maybe. It's just, uh, you know, I mean, they common denominator in all violence. Pretty and much. It's, pretty much. It's, it's been pretty much blindfolded, yeah. you know, much like truck of peace, you know, I mean, yeah. so, but anyway, so that was all, right, all I we'll let you go. Yeah, Aww, so thanks, thank you. Man. thanks for coming. Absolutely. Take care. Okay. So someone just said this in the live chat. Have you ever done this before? Have you ever Googled American inventors? Yeah. That's the scandal with Google. It, it comes back with a lot of obscure inventors of color. Basically there's the only like one... one white guy and Thomas Edison's like the very, very yeah. end. The only one I recognized off the top of my head was George Washington Carver. Oh my God. Google's yeah. crazy. Somebody in my comment section gave me a whole list of things to Google. Like one of them is like white woman, white kids, and it's all multiracial couples, like yeah. a whole list of things. And I Googled every single one and I was like, wow, they are really like cooking the algorithm. It, it's hard to believe that I could believe that select searches would by chance or happenstance yield weird results. But the fact of the matter that they're all related to ethnic issues is very right. bizarre. It's it's right, hard right. for me to to believe that it's purely coincidental. I know. I know. I'm like, you guys are trying to warp our minds. It's weird. Like, I, I know. Um, let's do a little super chat. And break. especially you got to think, I mean, if you're Google, you got to think who's Googling American inventors. It's like middle school kids trying to learn about American history and stuff like that. It seems like yeah. there's probably a deliberate purpose to skew those results for that kid in the school computer lab doing some kind of kid research, you know? Yeah. That's, that's some red pill shit right there. I, I'm not, I, I just, I can't believe that it's coincidental. It just, it's too weird. That's because it It's be... not coincidental. Also yeah. Google happy American couple and like 95% right. of them. I'll, I'll do it right now while you read. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, then we have David Howard, new intro. Uh, new intro. My God, you were <laughs> super fan. Sorry, y'all. One of the first results is the San Bernardino shooters. If you Google what? Why? <laughs> like the images. Okay. Sorry to interrupt that super chat. Go back. Uh, David <laughs> Howard, he gave us $2. He said, new intro. My God, you are so super gay. I do say that to Skag all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I should. I mean, I really should make a new intro because we're kind of outdated, as Steph told me, with the Hillary and Harambe thing. And yeah, um, I should probably do that. But, uh, you know, uh, only so many hours in the week. But, no, but continue to splice in that that audio clip of get your blonde fascist ass out of here. It's yeah, we haven't favorite. used it for a little while. So we I could probably plug that in somewhere. Oh, I love it. It's so great. Yeah. Um, then Jay Fry gave us two dollars and said, quit teasing chat. Just show us uh, that damn rock. Ooh, I tweeted about it yesterday. Oh, yeah. You guys want my my sapphire engagement ring? Hey, oh, hey, oh, I'm really excited. Um, get your so blonde fascist ass out of here. There you go. <laughs> 
thank you, thank you. Um, then Hoopty Rider gave us five dollars. Oh, that was sister, sister. Sorry. Uh, these are not coming in in order. Takanuva four five six uh, gave us two dollars. When is Skag going to go back to Omegle? Uh, probably never. Did you see my Omegle videos back in the day? I don't even know what that is. Omegle's like chat roulette. You just go on there and you um you get connected with a random person by video chat. So I used to go on there. Yeah, I used to go on there and I'd record the whole thing and then edit it up and just be a montage of like funny encounters I've had on Omegle. A few things. The comedy is kind of repetitive. Like there's only so many times I can go on there and find funny things. And the other thing is 99% of the encounters you have are not funny at all. And also like 50% of them are dicks and I can't do anything with the dick footage. And so for me, the question is, do I want to spend two hours sitting down writing something or, you know, making right. a video? Cause I've sat down on Omegle for two hours and almost nothing funny comes out of it. And all I've seen is a pile of dicks and, um, that sounds horrible. Yeah. It's just, it, I don't get me wrong. I had fun when I was doing it. It's also very juvenile humor. It is kind of fun. What you, the video, the end product is kind of fun, but the process of making them is just horrible. So yeah. it's probably retired for good. Okay. All right. Thank you for teaching me what Omegle is. Um, yeah. Don't go on Omegle. You won't have a good time. <laughs> Jenny Case gave us $5. Hey, this is for blonde, super adorable Chihuahua. Fork, fork. Yeah. He's, he's a little monster for all of you that know my dog saga. I have two dogs. One of them is my boyfriend's that I'm, or my fiance that I'm watching while he's uh, deployed. And then the other is my Chihuahua and they are both horrible, horrible dogs. If like you... they're mean, they're, they're badly behaved. Must have <laughs> bit me the other day. Caesar also bites. They're legit bad dogs. When you come this way, are you bringing the dogs? Are you going to have someone watch them? Fuck no, I'm not bringing these bastard oh, dogs. Man. No way. I kind of want to see Bash versus Chihuahua. That's the only thing. I could bring Caesar if you want me to. Um, um, no, because it'd probably be more annoying. <laughs> yeah. Like the thing is, really if there's annoying. another dog here, Bash will never. He's relentless. Like they will. He will never stop trying to play with that dog. It'll be chaos Aww. all the time. What a good boy. He sounds good natured. Caesar uh, will just bite him and then poop on your walls. That's what he does. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. Um. Then we have BB again. Gave us twenty dollars and said, "Where's Squirrel? I know you're you're pulling the weight. <laughs> you're pulling you, BB." <laughs> Jesus. There's Thank a battle. There's a bidding war. Yeah. Um, and Thank then you. formerly Fallen gave us $5 and said, hey again. So I'm curious as to what the usual wait time is for the call list. This is my first time watching live and I'm just curious. So you want to handle that? I don't yeah. Know. So generally um, we, we have to prioritize our patrons um, and we do get through all of our patrons. And then I try to get a handful of non-patron callers at the end. We are, we're not able to get to everybody. Uh, it's just the nature of the show. Um, so if you are having, if, if you can't, like if you've been waiting and you can't get in, Definitely, we'll take a question or comment by email and respond to it as we'll do at the end of this show. Or if you want to record a brief message unlisted on YouTube and send us the link, we'll play it on the show and respond to it. Um, so I'll be blunt. Like, it's tough for non-patrons to get into the it show. I, I understand that's unfortunate. This is the reality of it. But the other side of it, too, is every every patron gets the same treatment. So, you know, a buck a month on Patreon, you get the same priority that anybody else does. That's true. Um, so... You know, that's that's the system that we have to work with. But I wish I wish we had some way to I don't know. I, 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 we're constantly other, talking about what we can do to include more people. And then we are like, well, we have to give patrons priority. We have to. Yeah. And, um, and the other so alternative is just sitting here for four hours. Right? Yeah, we don't have yeah. four hours to do. And so. after like after about two hours of, of sitting down and doing a show, I'm I'm really tapped out. Like I can't I can't do 
a three-hour yeah. show, I think. So we try to make sure that there's at least an alternative for everybody if you're trying to get into the show and you can't. Right. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, then we have Houdini8845 gave us $2. We have the best timeline, folks. Karma is a bitch. What is that about? The best timeline? I, I don't know. That one's over my head, I think. Maybe it was about the white inventors. That's what they're talking about. Like, I don't know. white people have the best timeline? I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I don't if know. I... It's over my head, but thank you. Yeah, sometimes we get these uh, after we've discussed something, and so I yeah, don't know. What so the reference to. gets lost because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a sorry little late. Uh, John Wingleheimer that made me say a bunch of disgusting stuff live on air on Sunday gave us $2 and said, <laughs> Thank you. discuss your thoughts on quantum tunneling. I don't know what that is. I, I'm wildly unqualified, unfortunately. Quantum tunneling or tunneling refers to the quantum mechanical phenomenon where a particle tunnels through a barrier that is class that is, that classically could not surmount. Don't you're come talking to me to for physics talk. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, know your audience here. Come on. Come on. Um, then we have Andrew Anderson gave us $20. Thank you very much. Thank you. Haven't been able to watch for a while. Work, work, work. Good to see you live. Changing world. Hope is a temporary distraction. But blonde is always lovely. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, then we have Casual Nerd, $5. Outrage, Edison and Tesla were way the hell down on the list. Yeah, I noticed that too. It's like all black people I have never heard of. And then like Edison and Tesla are like last. You have to like scroll through. Yeah, it's really weird. They're like not even on the on the homepage. Yeah, it's not weird, Skag. It's designed. This well, is not but you, you said, well, you just said implied that I was getting tinfoily or ultra red pilled a little a moment ago. But yeah, I don't see how you. No, no, no. I said that's that's a real red pill. I didn't say oh, you're getting okay. tinfoily. Okay. Google's clearly manipulating these results so that people accept yeah. a more multicultural future. And they're just straight up revisionist historians. I don't fucking trust Google at all. I don't know what no, we're going to do. should you? I mean, Sorry, everything. I mean, we're going to get booted offline right now. Google is. Very responsive and great, and they give us all the tools and freedom we need to bring you the best content. Love you, Google. Thank you. Damn it. Um, Joel <laughs> Dyke gave us $5. New intro, retro 90s sitcom intros. You're welcome. Ah, I don't think Blonde Good would idea. like that, though, if I made a bunch of like Fuller House or Full House sound bites in an intro. I don't care. You know, I. <laughs> up your ass about stuff you do on the show because you do all the tech work and so i'm not going to be like you do all the work and i don't like what you're doing I'm like, this yeah is it, well it, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for me just to throw in a bunch of 90s tv for no reason <laughs> the only tv you want and then last one for right now two dollars joe one stuff fall first I, I some of these names i just i just can't um, lots of BJ's in that little sapphire ring. Congrats. Oh my God. It's not Jeez. little. Jeez. Okay. Moving on. Uh, conservative punk is up next. Try to get through. We got a handful of, of patron callers and we'll try to get a, a few, um, non-patron callers before we, uh, take our questions to close. Where is conservative punk? There we go. Yo, yo, can oh, you hear you me? Yeah. Now, now you're in. Oh yeah, I'm bit. I'm up right, super close. Let me turn my mic down. <laughs> no, you're good. I, I can adjust you too. Uh, there we oh, go. Okay, you're good now. What is up, uh, lady and gentleman? How are we doing? Ooh. Okay, how about you? You know, I've been enjoying my uh, uh, my vacation, my Twitter vacation that I made myself take after Charlottesville. How long has it been? Uh, when was Charlottesville? Like a week ago? It feels like, like it was ten thousand years ago. I know but it, it does. Was at, I think it was literally two weeks ago. It was the weekend um, before this last weekend. Yeah. 
Um, it does it was at the point at which it was at the point at which I started to see stuff on Twitter about similar shit happening in Seattle. It was, it was the following day. It was Sunday. They started. They had like a counter protest in Seattle. Yeah. And I just remember being like, this is too close to home and I can't deal with this. I have to stop. <laughs> you know, it's really I, good for your mental health to take Twitter well, breaks. <laughs> and I, I don't know if you do, but I know Matt just recently started following me on Twitter, but uh, I am exceptionally uh, mean and vulgar on Twitter. And um, <laughs> it's just kind of my nature because I think I, I think there is something about the fact that it's an anonymous platform where I just feel like I... Like I, I regularly just like tell Sally Cohn to eat a dick like all the time. Like that's just like <laughs> yeah, mostly, you and everybody mostly, else, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's like mostly what I do. And yeah, so, but that's the nature of, ch- of Twitter. It's like, <laughs> right, oh, right. I'm anonymous. I, yeah. I can say whatever the fuck I want. How to long anybody. did you have, What was it yesterday? And you were calling out some like fat chick who was telling everyone how beautiful her body is or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of shit I do all the time. But yeah. I think. Um, I, I don't know. I always take it to a 10. And then when you run at a 10 for a while, eventually you get really exhausted. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's the kind of thing with Charlottesville where it hit ahead and it's no longer just me combating the left or whatever. Suddenly now it's like I am literally that centrist guy, as that guy T would say. Like, where I'm like, no, both of you are wrong. Stop, please. Yeah. I can't take this anymore. Yeah. I and especially when, so- when someone dies, like, shit i just can't even i can't even deal with that no that that's too real for me man yeah i mean this i I hope i don't get shit for saying this but like i just my heart can't bleed for every person that dies that i don't know like right no that's (laughs) that's true but like we're talking about uh at least i guess the way maybe this is just me listening to a narrative but this is like the first i mean this is like a you know the first death i want to say specifically in a left versus right fight for political ground yeah in That's some time like like you can count the police deaths uh you know in in dallas i suppose but that wasn't a i mean we're talking about like two sides that met at a place and we're like let's throw down bro and that's yeah, what yeah, happened. yeah and someone fucking and I, died and and to blonde's point i can understand where you're coming from in that it doesn't create an emotional reaction in me. No, it's but just... but but what it does do in me is say, okay, this is a standard that cannot uh, expand. This is a standard no, that cannot right. be the yeah, new but I normal. I didn't really feel like this was the start of the standard. Like I thought that Black Lives Matter was normalizing violence up to murder. Like oh yeah 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 and oh so totally. Happened, I was like I felt like this was more of a reaction to pre existing violence normalization well it is frustrating to me that the media insists that this is some sort of new phenomenon when we have seen political right. violence on a right. similar scale well, in fact a, it, i would argue a larger scale um even though this is the first death in that direction yeah but everybody on the right that's saying like oh i'm so sad like my heart breaks for this girl what they're really thinking is oh shit this really puts conservatives in hot water they're thinking about this death like in terms of how it's going to cost them politically Send your hate mail to well, BD and the beta <laughs> at gmail.com. Come on, that's not the first thing that you thought when you found out that it was like a fucking like real but, legitimate race. But I, it, it, like, I do you know, hate actually, honestly, Sorry, Blonde, honestly, Blonde, it kind of was when I saw the way some of the alt-right people were putting it. Like people yeah. are like people I've seen this shit and I just couldn't believe it when I saw it. Like people on on you know uh, on on like alt-right Discord channels are like, <laughs> let's go to this bitch's funeral. Let's go to this fat bitch's oh, funeral. Oh, and I'm just like, oh, oh my god, no. that, that's like, that's some Westboro yeah, Baptist like, shit right what there. What the fuck? But that's the what the fuck is that? With their article yeah. about the the chick, like yeah. it was like the headline was like 32 year old fat 
Childless, yeah. childless, yeah. like, wow. And that, okay. that like, does bug me out. It, it, it does bug me out. Again, this might be another naive pie-in-the-sky viewpoint about how the world ought to work instead of how it does, but it does bum me out that we do tend to process these types of events through a political lens, that we look at, at a death. Yeah. Um, we look at a death of a uh, Dallas police officer. You can't expect people to care about people they have no relation or connection to that that die. This is something sure, that happens. No, but, no, but it's it's symbolic though. It's like at the, it is symbolic, we're, but it's we're, the point where if we're at a point where people are dying because of political disagreements, like that should be the biggest red stop sign for everyone involved. Theoretically. Yeah, but but, but <laughs> wait, wait, wait. we were you, a year ago. Are you implying that there were multiple <laughs> sides involved? Because if so, <laughs> I want to know the sides. Final point. Final point. The sure. craziest thing to me about the entire Charlottesville thing was that, um, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little upset because, uh, I, I'm with Sargon on this. I don't know if you saw Sargon's video called Weimar America, but he was very, he was very, very right when he pointed out that Donald Trump's first and third statement in reaction to Charlottesville were actually the best ones. Yeah, the because, ones, the one, ones where he didn't specifically condemn white supremacists. Yeah, that, the yeah. second one was actually bad, and it's funny because everyone, including like a lot of standard voices on the right, were saying that that was the best one. And it's like, yeah. no, that no. was the cookie cutter one that he was supposed to do. That everyone, yes. that the that the the main the mainstream media and the deep state wanted him to do. That yeah. wasn't the well, real Trump necessarily either. But we all we we know exactly what happened, and I don't have to be like you know brave or braving ruin or Stefan Molyneux or whoever to to say this, but we know that there were political forces that were holding the police back. We know that it was set up in such a way so that when they were told that their event was unlawful and when they were falling out without committing violence, they were basically ambushed. Yeah, that's We true. know all of that happened. We know that uh, all of that. And so to act like this is a purely one-sided thing, for Mitt Romney to say that, no, these are two morally different universes, like, no, these are two groups that are, one group, the, the, they're both groups looking for a fight, granted, but one of them was not fighting. The other one was yeah. like, I'm going to fight you right now, so now you have yeah. to fight me. What I want to see, and again, this is by no means de uh, a, de a defense of their ideology, their worldview, or anything, but what I want to see is a group of those guys with tiki torches that first night targeting random people for assault, like actually approaching yeah. random people for assault in the way when, that Antifa approaches random people yes. for assault. When they massively yeah. outnumbered, when they massively outnumbered anyone that was opposed to them, what did they do with that power? They didn't do what Antifa does in right. in, Hamburg, in Hamburg, for example, where they were basically yeah. just running the streets. That's yeah. the difference. So yeah. anyway, and I, and that, I, that, yeah. And to be clear, I don't look at that through an ideological lens. If you're doing what Antifa does in the name of a hundred percent ideas, I agree with. I still mm -hmm. don't want anything to do with you. It's a matter of, of yeah. tactics. It's a matter of action. Yep. And uh, so, basically. To boil it down, all that shit that went down, I was like, you know what? Twitter is a mess. <laughs> the internet is a mess. I'm stressing myself out. I gotta yeah, get the, right I gotta get the fuck out for a little bit. Time I don't know if I'm going is, back. Uh, yeah, it's it's it, super it's, valuable. <laughs> I always it's like we were talking about on Sunday. I do think if you're in this world of um, you're addicted to information and you're always on social media in the way that you know, I know Blonde and I are, and and maybe you mm -hmm. are too. Um, it's it's definitely important. My policy is at least one day off a week. I probably should do more. 
but it really is yeah. because I mean I am I'm a I mean I was listening to you guys talk earlier about how you couldn't do this with a full time job like I don't make content but I I work a forty hour a week job and then I spend literally every other waking moment of my day absorbing content. Yeah. So it would make sense that I should probably take a day off <laughs> you sh- you, you <laughs> every once should. in a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, just I don't know. My thing, I like to just, you know, put the phone away and go outside for a while. Yeah. You know, simple yeah. as that. Do something. And then there away. are like, exactly. if I like exercise is really important to me. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I like this one hour, five days a week. I go to a class where they tell you what to do because I just have de- decision fatigue. Yeah. From turn your constantly. brain off. And it just, I just want to go yeah. somewhere and have somebody tell me what to do for an hour. <laughs> and that's why yep. I do it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, no problem. Uh, stay nice sane. talking to you guys. Have a, yeah, stay sane. Have a good rest of your week. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Okay. We're going to have to move along here. Unfortunately, I'm not cracking the whip sufficiently, but uh, yeah, everybody in the chat live chat's calling you a pussy. Well, yeah, that's how is that <laughs> abnormal? I know, right? You just see what they're calling me. Don't feel bad. Um, yeah. Let's just do a few of these super chats. Formerly fallen. Thank you again. Five dollars. Praise be his in the quiet room, waiting room. Hashtag <laughs> shameless self plug. Um, but nah, if you don't get to me, as odds are you won't. LOL, all good. We'll Thank try you. to pull you in. We've got we've got a packed. Well, I don't know. It's such a good problem to have, but we are overwhelmed with um, with callers. So then we have Tyler Beatty gave us five dollars. Okay, Google. Hey Siri. Hey Alexa. <laughs> That's because we were talking to, to Google like it was an yeah. omnipresent. Yeah, yeah. It basically um, is. I'm sure that I there's know. an algorithm or a computer program listening to our show right now, presumably. I love that James Damore is still just doing all the rounds. He's so, his, and he's uh, his interview with Milo was great, man. Milo is a very good interviewer. Yeah. Because James Damore is... Awkward people. And I was yeah. like... I want to watch another James Damore interview because it's really painful because he's socially awkward. And yeah. I, and then I was like, well, it is Milo though. And he was really able to like grease the wheels and like get yeah. him through that. He he's, did really he good is, Yeah. Interviewer is uh, an underrated role for him that I hope he, he continues so to charismatic. do. Like yeah. Milo has personally pissed me off before and I'm like, it's okay. You fancy faggot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then we have decades gave us $5. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's that bear maze. <laughs> if you travel back in time and kill baby Amy Schumer, would you do it? Duh. No, because no way. Amy Schumer has given us, and she was a big part of my red pilling because I used to love her content. And yeah. then, like, I watched her go down this feminist, self righteous spiral, and I was like, you're yeah, just some right. girl that developed being kind of funny because you had to. And so it made me see the world, you know, kind of more so, for what it was. And so, so I she's unintentionally it. productive. Yeah, she's got a, she, she had to red pill a bunch of people inside Did Amy see- Schumer hugely popular show and now it's it's unwatchable nobody watches yeah it. you see she demanded a bunch of money from netflix for some sort of follow-up a- after the leather special which remember when we broke down the leather special or watched oh so it was it? unwatchable you know I, yeah. I eventually watched it did you yeah did you and uh you, ma- you make it through the whole thing i had to watch it honestly in like like five 11 minute yeah. increments yeah. because i was like this is it's it I'm... was like watching somebody <laughs> bomb but everybody was still laughing yeah it, like painful. There's nothing worse and more, more cringy than bad stand-up comedy. Yeah, I'm unattractive, and I'm gonna tell you sex stories about me. My pussy smells like a fireman. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, come on. Yeah. Um, and then last one for right now, sardine of a cat gave us two dollars. <laughs> Google uh, crowds on demand. Here's four dollars. Here's uh, money for your rent a protest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. If we ever want to employ the George Soros tactic, I guess, and hire our own protest army. 
Uh, yeah, oh, we just came in Viking and saying, give us $2 and said, how long before Googling porn becomes sexually assault? Sexual assault. <laughs> how long before Google bans porn? Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Uh, Yoda economics is up next. Ew. If you can get your mic unmuted, you'll be good to go at least. And then Steven, we got Steven after that. So I could pull Steven in. Oh, I'm so hungry. What am I going to eat? I don't know. You I'm eat after the shows, don't you? Yeah, well, that's I get home just before the show on Wednesday night, so I never eat dinner on Wednesday night till like nine o'clock. So I'm always I'm always uh, hungry too. I'm here. Hey, hey, there hey. you go. Hey, sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah loud and clear. I'm, yeah, sorry about that. I'm. Uh, uh, anyway, so um, like that other guy that called earlier, uh, Friday. I, I think I told you, Matt. Friday is my birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday. It's birthdays all around. So much. And uh, I'm a part of the generation that came before you guys fucked it up for all of us. <laughs> the Gen Xers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, whatever. That's, that's... Baby booms, baby boomers fucked it all up before we ever got here. So don't put that on us. <laughs> my, uh, my, Twitter, my, Twitter, my Twitter handle is the last Gen Xer because I was born right before um, millennials. Uh, yeah. Wanted, but but the reason I, I say that generation stuff is is first of all, um, Matt, I I love the show uh, Fuller House, and I find it weird that Blonde called it gay and then showed us her chihuahua. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. <laughs> the, and and if you appreciate Fuller House like I do, you don't appreciate it because it's some uh, some exhibit of excellent writing or something. You appreciate it because it is corny '90s cheesy family tv in the way that it used to exist and it, i don't think it yeah, really I, exists I anymore with that. like sometimes uh i used to kind of like to watch a uh, modern family before they had all this hmm. weird stuff because i was like this is kind of wholesome television yeah mm-hmm. it's it, like, and okay. the thing about okay. uh, fuller house is it's self-aware too like it kind of makes jokes at its own expense and i like that all right i, I retract oh, well, I... calling skag gay that one time only all right i i still love um modern family i think it's a good show Hmm. And, I just can't anymore after this like tranny kid and stuff and like I don't know like the the wife is all overbearing and stuff and the dude is kind of this pussy and then there's the gay couple with the adopted daughter I'm like this is just too much shit for me just all the I'm boxes out. sound checked that sounds great yeah. it was good it was it's a funny show because it makes fun of itself too but yeah. there was one episode that was on um last season it was one of the last episodes of the season where they actually went to a female march in the um in in the pink hats and shit oh really oh, the women's the female march i like that i haven't heard it called the female <laughs> march <laughs> and um and and what was funny was um is they blew a flat tire and none of them could uh, change the tire so it, so it kind of like it kind of made fun of itself like that. Um, yeah. To be blonde, uh, I've been meaning to tell you this for for a long time. Speaking of shows, um, on uh, you may not watch it anymore, but on um, The Walking Dead, that that um, all female village that that they found in the last season yeah. wasn't actually wasn't actually an SJW um, village. What had happened was Negan came in and killed all their husbands. All, the, all, the, all their husbands. Oh. Ah. Okay, well, here you go. You won't be able to hear this, Jim, but this is for Blonde. You are fake news. Very fake news. <laughs> She's been fake news about that. 
Fair enough. Um, and and because what happened was Rick and then Rick tried to come in and take all their guns. And she's like, no, you ain't taking our motherfucking guns. Yeah, and, um, but you can't tell me that show doesn't have like way more female ass kicking than would it actually exist in a post-apocalyptic world. Like, like uh, it'd be like all dudes that survived. Yeah, well, maybe like Michonne, but I, I think Michonne's. She's probably the best character. I still love me some Rick, though. So anyway, uh, oh, and then when I saw fucking uh, Norm Reedus tweet something about Trump, I was so pissed off. It's not that he doesn't like Trump. It's just that I hate it when actors do that. Did like, you see that Negan did that too? It. Negan was out tweeting, fuck Trump the other day. Uh, everyone just shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. God. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's the thing is like, I would never say that athletes and actors can't have political opinions. Of course you can. But I just, I wish they would understand that people are never going to look to you for your political opinions. Oh, so, I know. So, and I don't want to know. I don't want it intermixing with the fantasy worlds that I that I indulge in so I can escape this horrible reality. Yeah, you have to understand if you're an athlete or an entertainer, people want you I, as that escape. I disagree with Trump, but for other reasons in which they disagree with Trump. Hmm. Uh, I disagree with Trump because of... He was under his political correctness. Hmm. I think and, you kind of halfway cut out for me there. I could only yeah, like half of that. Disagree with Trump for other reasons um, uh, than they disagree with Trump. Yeah, me too. Like his nepotism. That's really what I have a problem with. Um, yeah. So anyway, I wanted to tell you one quick thing because I know you got to get going. Um, sure. So I was reading Twitter like everyone. Get, and then I was getting mad because I heard about this fucking haircut thing. And I've had the same haircut since 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't believe that this, the same haircut that I have is a haircut that's considered a Nazi haircut. <laughs> You're going to get stabbed, man. No. It's time to go. Didn't you hear Macklemore that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Macklemore's out. You got to join. I was an anti-war protester in the early 2000s. Uh-huh. And we we used to um peacefully protest, but the way we did it was I mean we like we would lay down in the street and we would uh you probably piss some people off, but we were never the left was n- never as violent as they are now because oh, yeah. there was, I don't I don't recall them ever counter- being like this. Protesters and and all that you know all that shit, but they were never as violent as they are now and i don't know like what's happened in the last 14 years yeah they've they're become persuaded now it's they've be, they've become persuaded that they're fighting actual nazis that's how you get in this self-defense bullshit talk i mean they, they, once you believe that you are some sort of anti-hitler force preventing the next world war that's the only way that this becomes rational in the mind of these people but anyway uh appreciate the thoughts man we'll have to let All you right, go man. have a good have, one see you later have a great night have you started watching Rick and Morty yet? No, I probably should. Though. I got to get through Thrones first. I finally got to, spoiler alert, where Joffrey dies, which is basically all I wanted to see. Joffrey yeah, die. I mean, it was pretty satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the scene after the fact, I, I can't, I probably shouldn't describe it on the show, but the weird scene after where um, Jamie and Cersei uh, on Joffrey's deathbed basically have at it that's the one of the last things i just watched that was super weird 
Yeah, that's just heavy on the incest. Yeah, but it was um, it was like incestual rape. Uh, it wasn't like it was incestual oh, rape. Oh, I forgot on, about that. On the deathbed of their incestual offspring. <laughs> I always forget about the terrible things Jamie Lannister has done because he's yeah. so handsome. I'm like, you can't be that evil. Look at your. Well, and I'm told that he becomes like a likable character as the show goes on. But anyway, we're not we're not here for Thrones talk. So let's get uh, let's get Stephen in because we got more callers to get through with our time that we have. So Stephen is good to go. Hey. We'll let him hang out. You want to grab a super chat or two while we wait? Sure. Oh wait, no. I see Stephen lighting up now. How are you oh, guys? Hey, Stephen. How are you? Oh, do we? Can lose you hear him? us? Go ahead, Dubon. Do your super chatties. Oh, you want to do your super chatties? I'll wait. Oh no, it's okay. Yeah, I can hear y'all. Go do your super chatties. No, nah, no, nah, we we only have a few. We can wait. How are you doing, Stephen? Maybe I don't. I don't know if he has a delay on us or what's going on. Okay, well I guess uh, I will. <laughs> I, I'm no, not sure if Blonde's aware, but uh, anytime you see Matt McFadder in the chat, that's S. Oh, that is the oh, Matt. I didn't that know is, that. That is Steven's Matt. Well, tell him thank you for the donation. I did not know that that was him. Yeah. Was he trying can to make hear me, me say? Yeah. yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. May, are you having trouble hearing us? Well, Blonde's cutting out, and so are you, and uh, my stupid okay. phone is saying connect to voice, even though it, I think I am, if y'all can hear me. You're loud yeah. and clear for us, but apparently you're ha there's an issue for us getting to you. Well, I can hear you okay now. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, what's on your mind? Oh, uh, uh, what did Blonde say about, um, is she aware that Matt McFadder in the Super Chat is actually asked for Matt? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Tell him thank you for the donation. I did not know that. Oh, well, he's making chainsaw noises right now, so I, um, I'll tell him another time. Okay. You guys are so funny. Thank you. But, uh, well, first of all, I wanted to ask Matt, ¿Qué la chingala esta cerveza estás tomando ahorita? Es, uh, normalmente estás tomando Coors. I, I can understand enough to tell you that uh, I was at this store, so as I mentioned on Sunday, I was out of Silver Bullets, and I just stopped by the gas station on the way home, Coming home tonight, and I thought, should I buy silver bullets? Ah, I don't know. So I bought aluminum bottles of Blue Moon instead. Uh, which, you know, this is what Coors gets for, uh, for, for disregarding my sponsorship offer or my endorsement offer and never getting back to me. Take now that, I've Coors. purchased Blue Moon, which, as far as I know, I forget which brewery owns um, Blue Moon anyway. Maybe Coors does. It says Golden Colorado, so it probably actually is Coors. <laughs> It's probably a Coors product anyway, but uh, but yeah, I bought uh, Blue Moon instead, of course, on the way home. Well, I'm glad y'all appreciate the donation. I just couldn't think of anything like uh, we were. Um, well, Matt just had a Matt just had a funny idea not too long ago because um, y'all's friend Bryden Proctor was at a Mexican restaurant, and during the live chat, oh, oh I boy. told him. Yeah, well, he was at a Mexican restaurant, and during the live chat, I told him to ask the waitress something in Spanish, and he was like, I am not going to say that because I don't know what I'm saying, and and he's smart to say that because I was about, I told him to ask her something very inappropriate. Well, what was <laughs> it? You, now I got to know. You made Bryden Proctor uncomfortable. That is Good impressive. Good for you. Not that is an impossible feat. Yeah. No, not uncomfortable. I just told him to ask. It's inappropriate. There's a difference. 
Can you um, can you explain what the request was in a watered down way or whatever way that you'd be willing to explain it? Maybe with some yeah. kind of innuendo. I'd be curious to know what you had. I, I told him to ask the waitress, "Qué es una verga?" Okay, so what is a? But I don't know. I don't know what a verga is. Can you can you hear me? You're cutting in and out. I I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. So what's a verga though? Oh, now we're well, never now gonna we'll never know. know. Uh, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's it's like a. God damn it. <laughs> A verga is like a Spanish word for like a, you know, if you want to call it. A... <laughs> Are you actually trolling us right yeah. now or is this just the is connection? Is it a prostitute? Okay. Spanish to English is. Um... Oh, it's Can hear me better now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I, I looked it up. I looked it up. I would encourage uh, listeners to Google verga and you will not get a Google distorted translation. Oh, man, I could not hear what you. Yeah. Sorry, Stephen. Got to let right. you go. Well, yeah, we'll probably have to let you go, Stephen, but I did learn what that meant. So cock, thank you for right? that. Yes. yes. If uh, according to the Google translation, yeah. All right, All right Stephen. I'm sorry that we have to cut it I'm off sorry, sort of Stephen. awkwardly, but our, our connection demands it, I suppose. But uh, we do appreciate you and Matt, of course, and hope Yeah, y'all are y'all are cutting out really bad. Ah, unfortunately. Sorry. Um, but we we can hear Steven clearly. Oh. But anyway. Uh, so sad you all had to learn that from a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, my man. Bye, Steven. <laughs> all right. Let's get to some of these super chats. Okay. We have a casual nerd gave us $5. Guys, Thank ever you. thought about going on the drunken peasants? Um, I live in Seattle, so I assume I, that if they wanted me on there, they would contact me. I don't I, know very I much. I will go on most anything if invited, to be honest. I, I, don't, um, I don't refuse often. Um, it's really? mostly a scheduling thing for me if I can't make it to something. But um, Yeah, I'd love to go on Drunken Peasants. Um, Liberative gave us $10. I watched a bunch of In Living Color episodes the other day. There's no way that show could be made today, let alone aired on network primetime. We've lost hmm. two much to political correctness yeah lots yeah. of shit all in the family there's another one mm. that show would not exist today um ds said which is worse he gave us five dollars which is worse seeing your 30 year old son on dateline or finding out that your wife of 30 years is your biological sister probably uh, the second definitely one. the second one yeah <laughs> depends the context in which your son is on I dateline mean, is he on dateline because he murdered somebody for a good reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah it depends on the reason but yeah, there's no, there's, there are plausible good scenarios for the first one. There's no plausible good scenario for the second one that I no. can think of. We have Joel Dykeman gave us $5. Looks like the center part and fade is neo-Nazi now. Oh, center part yeah, and fade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time for white people to adopt cornrows. Yeah, that's one way to be safe and not get stabbed by a <laughs> random person. <laughs> we only, white people now But that's only cultural appropriation. Cornrows. Yeah, that's here. cultural appropriation. You're screwed either way. Then we have Viking Insane gave us $2. Fight Antifa, mass pooping, eat at P.F. Chang's first. And then we've got <laughs> two more. Andrew Anderson gave us $20. Been stockpiling ammo this long. Trump ain't no reason to stop. The second protects the first. Hmm. Oh, that was a good point. And then friend of the show, Miss Malevolent, gave us $10. Thank you so much. Saw that you tweeted the YouTube video from Red Black Pill. She's awesome. It's also yeah. awesome than uh when white liberals school us black folks on racism and bigotry totally appreciate oh, yeah. having white liberal saviors yeah. yeah um i love red pill black i just discovered her everybody check out her channel she only has about eight videos up but um 
She's real funny. She, My whole family she, was laughing watching her videos last night. She's wow, great. I looked too, and she was sitting at about 14,000 subs on what is yeah. a viral video at about 400,000 plays, but she pulled... So you're telling me she pulled like 14, 15,000 subs on eight videos. That's quite a yeah. good... It's quite a good poll. Yeah, I hadn't heard about her until yesterday, but my parents, I guess they found out about her YouTube video that went viral from mainstream media, I think. I saw it I saw it on Daily Wire. I saw it um, on a few they, different they, websites. They, but... I think they might have seen it on Fox News. I think that like... Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not super sure. I'll have to ask yeah. about but that. Yeah, but yeah, we'll try to... I would love to host her. So hopefully in the coming yeah. weeks, we'll be able to host her. Um, And then last one... Uh, the person that made me say that thing about the blowjobs in my sapphire ring. The blonde <laughs> shoot guns more often than upload the vids. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I guess my fiance is going to be back for his leave block and maybe we can go, but I just don't want to go alone. Bring, I, bring I some need guns when you come here. We can go out um, some, how, some good how? places to shoot. What do you mean how? I mean, Are you flying you, or are you driving? I'm flying. Oh, you guys are going to fly here. I just assumed you'd probably drive. It's like a day drive. Oh, I don't know. I mean, he's going to be deployed at that point in time. It's just me. Oh, so. Oh, he's not coming. Mm -mm. Oh, I assumed he would come. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. No, no. I just wanted to check it out because we're really settled on Idaho, but um, Bozeman was in the mix. And that's why I just oh, want to man, No, I need him to come because I could probably like man persuade him. Uh, okay. Uh, then you'll have to wait until he gets back. Yeah. 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 Um, right. Okay. Well, we're whatever. Uh, maybe I can persuade you. Probably not. Uh <laughs> Uh, we got Comrade Cleaner's last patron caller, so let's get Comrade Cleaner in. Really, it's it, uh, uh, like it's entirely selfish. I just want to share studio space, so we're both live in studio. Doesn't matter. I don't give a shit that about really where you live. <laughs> well, I mean, is Bozeman really that different than Idaho? I mean, you're getting a lot of the same weather and stuff. So, uh, you're at lower elevation in uh, Coeur d'Alene. I assume you're probably a little warmer, a little less snowier. Um, but in terms of like culture, in terms of um, I don't know. It's it's probably culturally similar place to live. Yeah, you mean, you mean like ninety eight percent white? Is that what you're saying? That's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting at like <laughs> what you interpret it how you want. I'm getting uh -huh. values. I'm getting a all way right. of life type. Questions. I got you. I got you. Your dog yeah. whistling to the alt right. Oh, I know. What you're always, <laughs> always dog whistling. Anyway, comrade cleaner. Sorry to to be interrupting you, but you're good to go. No, that's all right. Well, um, I had a good shift last night. Started with only warrant service. That I sat behind a tree for an hour and a half. Then. Uh, accidentally tore up a partially constructed house doing rim clearing drills with uh, one of the other deputies. So, uh, oh, crazy. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I mean, after the felony warrant service, our call screen was pretty much empty. So they said, hey, you know, why don't we do some training huh. uh, in this construction zone? But sure. Uh, I blame the homeless. The sheriff's office is not responsible for the holes in your drywall. I, I will say that much. <laughs> okay. But um, the topic I want to talk about, I think it was Constantine, not to call him out, but just the way he was looking at Israel a few weeks ago is kind of a, you know, I don't want to call it juvenile, but it was a very juvenile look at the way that international relations work. There's no such thing as allies. I know that, that that's kind of a, a, you know, aloof statement, but every nation on the planet has their own interests at heart, whether it's Israel, Germany, Saudi Arabia, we don't really have friends. The only friends we got are ourselves. And at the end of the day, we have dance partners. Like in World War II, yeah. we were partnered with the German, or we were partnered with the French, we were partnered with the British. We were partnered with Ho Chi Minh. We were partnered mm. with uh, Mao Zedong. Yeah. Were they yeah. allies? I don't think so. Not for very long, were they? At, at That's another way of thinking about it. Yeah, just there is people we will align with 
you know, for common goals. And while our interests align, we can work together. Mm-hmm. And with the way things are going in Europe, the way things are going in all around the planet, you know, we can't be dance partners with China, obviously, except for very certain things. Like we can trade with them. We can, we can, you know, consume their crappy consumer goods. We can, you know, tell them to stop building islands in the South China Sea, but that's where our interests no longer align. They want hegemony of the South Pacific, but we still buy their products, right? So at the end of the day, neoliberalism demands that we still supply and at what would be one of our adversaries on the global scale. We're still bankrolling them practically with cheap consumer goods. Hmm. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like we spy on Germany, we spy on England, we spy on every country on the planet that has interest for the United States. We, the Israelis spy on us because, well, it, it's in their interest. Like they're the only state in the area that, that, you know, is Jewish. They, the second they look weak, they look like that they're an easy target. That's the second every Arab army or every Middle Eastern army on the planet invades their country. They have to do whatever they can. They're a street fighter. They have to do what they can to win. And if that means spying on an ally or quote-unquote an ally, then so be it. If they need to get defense plans or look at the latest fighter jet or find out the composite armor to a tank, you know, they'll do it. They have to do what they have to do. It's it's not, you know, it's like, oh, well, they shouldn't be doing that. It's immoral. There is no morality. There is none, not when it comes to keeping your stay alive when you're literally surrounded by bad guys. Mm-hmm. You should uh, you should send Constantine a message. You should get in touch with Constantine. He'll probably like to talk to you about it. Yeah, I mean, and, and as well, like I, I you know, I, and I'm a little bit older than he is. Probably, I'm I'm just gonna guess, but you know, I found out about the Liberty attack around the same time, and I felt the same way. And and it just takes a little bit of maturity. And yeah, when there's all the debate over was it a false flag? Was it was it them attempting to bring us into war with Egypt and and the Arab states at the time? And what Johnson and the United States government determined was that it was an accident that the, the fog of war is real. We're talking about pre-computers, pre, um, pre-modern command control systems, and they didn't know what ship that was. They thought it was an Egyptian destroyer, which it was an American Intel ship, which you know led to a friendly fire incident that lasted a couple of hours before. I, and you know, of course, there's all of the complaints about, oh, well, they were flying a U.S. flag. Well. If you're a really sneaky state like the Egyptians, wouldn't you keep an American flag on the on board? I mean, it, it's kind of as well like you know it was an imperfect identification. It was an intel gathering ship when they thought it was a destroyer. So sure. All right. Well, uh, well, thanks for, thanks for the thoughts. As someone who is um, incredibly unqualified to speak on the topic, it all it sounds fair yeah. to me. I, I don't. Uh, there's nothing that to me sounds crazy about your perspective there. So yeah, um, if I may, I don't know if you guys like having content aggregate. I'm, I'm kind of a, a bad habit of I'll aggregate content for people I know, but if you want to get more savvy on international relations, I highly recommend soft reps podcast. That's special operations forces reporting. Um, you know, I almost recommend that you get membership if you can afford it, because it's one of those cases where everyone that reports there is either intelligence service or special operations veteran. Sure. And they, yeah. they provide extremely deep analysis of international events. I know that's one of your guys' weak spots is, other than Blonde, you do great on the ground reporting for, you know, countries in Europe by going there in person, which, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'll admit, I won't, don't want to go to Europe to report. I mean, I'm a tough guy, but at the same time, if I can't make the I'm bad guys dead tough. when they try and kill me <laughs> by shooting them, I, I don't want to go there. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the rec, man. And uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Y'all stay safe. Night. You Use too. Yep. Okay. So I would like to get uh, maybe three non-patron calls if we can. If we can just be quick about it. And then we'll do super chat and the questions and, and round it out. Does that sound good? Sure. So let's see if we can get through the, the calls quick. I'll take uh, Beggar Hero, Enlightened Despot. Wandering is here. Don't be mad at me, Wandering. I know we've heard from Wandering a few times. I think I did this last week, too. I'm just going to try to to mix in some non-patron callers. So appreciate Wandering. I appreciate you. Um, and I'm not missing you, but uh, but I will try to get you in next time. So sorry about that. Uh, so let's go Beggar Hero, if the Beggar Hero is still hanging out. Beggar Hero, you're good to go. What's up? Hey, Matt. How's it going? Uh, you know, just listen to all Charlottesville shit. Oh, yeah? To what? To the Charlottesville stuff. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I guess at the end of the day, it just gets more crazy, and then I'm just like, they still had the right to do it, and then whatever, just, they had permits and stuff, and everyone just like, they're so evil. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, well, that is the the. I should probably spend some time looking more into that because one thing that is not completely understood in my head that I should try to understand more completely is the fact that this was permitted, the fact that this was planned, that this they jumped through the legal hoops to make it happen, and yet wasn't Antifa force, permitted also? Also, I don't think so, but I might be wrong on that. Hmm. But you know whether or not you like their ideas, uh, the ideas of the people protesting, or the, the ideas of the Tiki guys. Yeah. Whether or not you like their ideas, we have to acknowledge that they appear to have jumped through all the legal hoops necessary to demonstrate lawfully, and yet their rights were apparently not protected. Mm-hmm. That yeah. um, And it shouldn't have been a surprise to the police. So I think there's a lot of information there that would be nice to have. Yeah. Well, well yeah, and then right now the left is dividing between what, what was the SPLC guy versus the Dartmouth guy right now. Yeah. Well, and and uh, what's his name? Richard Cohen from the Southern Poverty Law Center was entirely reasonable. And I thought, my God. What is just, happening? Antifa is so insane that they made the Southern Poverty Law Center look <laughs> entirely reasonable. God. ACLU's tweeting kids of white babies. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, any uh, any closing thoughts for your Beggar Hero? No, I think that's good enough. I'll catch you guys later. All right. Thanks, thanks for, for your patience. Bye. Let's try uh, Enlightened Despot real quick. If Enlightened Despot is still hanging out. I don't see... Do you see Enlightened Despot in either of the waiting rooms? I don't see that person. Probably going to take off. Nope. Angry Bellsprout. Let's try that. Angry Bellsprout. You're good to go. Oh. hey Oh. Hi, guys. Thanks for your patience. Yes. Um, I sent you guys a message a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And I was wanting to talk to you guys about the, uh, some of the issues of reservists not being veterans. Oh yeah. I remember. Oh yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. So under federal law to become a veteran, you have to have a uh, 180 days of consecutive active service. And even with deployments, a lot of reservists aren't allowed to deploy for a full 180 days. Uh huh. So they can go go to war, come back, and get no benefits. Hmm. Huh. Well, I'm, but at the same time, you're fully aware of that when you sign the contract, right? As long as there's no deception, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. 
people, they don't advertise that up front. I, well, I mean, are they, but are they deceiving you? I mean, I guess if the recruiter is promising you things that are not going to be delivered, then I would have an issue. Or if the, if, if you obviously have things that are in your contract are not delivered, then you have a contractual issue, but I don't necessarily have a problem as long as no one's being deceived. That would be my only concern. It usually ends up being more of a lie of omission. Okay. So they don't, they don't tell you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but at the same time, I, I guess I would say that for someone who's making the commitment to join the military, I, I would hope that you would do that with an understanding of all of the applicable terms. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, it seems like a very significant contract to sign. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. But Obama signed a, a law last October, November that gives people who retire um, honorary status, but no, mm-hmm. not benefits. Like, without being a veteran, there's a lot of jobs you're not allowed to apply for, too. It's little what things you, like that. Well, right. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I guess I'm uh, all I have to... The only point that I defer to is is if you're... If you are... If nobody's making you promises that aren't being delivered on, then I don't, I don't necessarily see a problem personally. Um, but maybe there's a case... I, I also don't know how the recruiters are selling these things. So... Right. It's tough for me to say, um, you know, if there's dishonesty in the recruiting process or the sales job that's done to you before you sign, then certainly I'm sympathetic to that. Yeah. Well, most people who end up joining that way never know until it's kind of too late. Yeah, but I can't, I mean, I have to hold the individual somewhat responsible for signing a significant contract as well. Like I, Mm -hmm. you, you. Anytime you're going to sign a contract that major in your life, you should be fully aware of the terms. Yeah. I mean, and I don't really think that it's standard practice to be sending, deploying reservists for, you know, 179 days. Like like my fiance is a reservist. He's going to be gone for more than six months. I think that generally they'll send you for the full 180 days and give you the benefits. This is actually the first I've heard about this. Um, It depends on your unit. Cause I know a lot of the air force is only allowed to go for 179. It used to be 120, hmm. but my army reserve friends usually go for, for the full year. Hmm. Uh, so it's like air force probably doesn't, but Marines and army do. Yeah. I see. Well, if you, um, if you have, uh, if there's more that you can add to it, like if there's any kind of coverage of this in terms of, of how recruiters are behaving, or if there are any kind of relevant numbers or anything, I'd be happy to take a look at it. If you, yeah, if just you have shoot some us an email. source material to, to send me. Um, um, all I really know is that it, it became kind of a, it started getting some media attraction a year, a couple of years ago hmm. with a lot of, uh, retirees being ineligible for a lot of jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, something to think about. I appreciate the, the thought cause I've not really heard of this issue before. So as far as I know, not a lot of people are talking about it. Yeah, so I figured just get the word out to let other sure. people know. Right? Sure. But thanks for taking me. Yeah, and thank you for your patience. Thanks for calling. Okay, let's let's try one Man. more quick call. If my What's dude up? knew that I was that I was grouping him in with the Air Force, he would he would not. Well, there's be there's rivalry between all the uh, the military. I don't know why Marines they just dog on Air Force people all uh, why. Well, the Marines and the Army dog on each other too. It's just the way it works, you know. I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, they're all cool because they all did shit that I didn't do. So. <laughs> so, 
So, um, okay. Uh, Dare Jesus. Who's going to get last call if Dare Jesus is still? I don't see that person, though. So uh, let's try Pyre. Man, these lights make me look so shiny. Pyre. Hmm. All right, Pyre, you get last call if you uh, can get your mic unmuted. Hello? Hey, hey how's it going? Hey, you can hear me? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Okay, so long time no see. How are you? Yep. Thanks for your patience. Oh, yeah, no problem. Love the show. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to drop by, and I'm glad I got a chance. Um, yeah, I don't know if you were talking about this or if it was in the chat earlier. I forget when, but uh, there was a bit of a discussion back and forth between some people about uh, about the whole debacle with Google with those like reg- those controlled image searches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We mentioned it a, a couple times earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So um, I was just kind of looking into like alternative browsers and so forth, and I dropped like a link to like a review of like alternative browsers and, and whatnot because they're like more secure and so forth. When I found out about that thing, because I, I literally found out about it just by like, I was watching a Dave Cullen video where he's like, you guys should consider using alternative, you know, websites. And he, he had like a whole list of, you know, Google mail replacements and, and uh, Chrome replacements. And I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually watching the show right now on, on Brave browser, which is this thing huh. he recommended. Well, that's um, the, and yeah. that's the thing that sucks is like basically everything I use is Google. I know. I, I have been using time. DuckDuckGo. Recently. Yeah, I, I use DuckDuckGo now. Hmm. Wait, wait DuckDuckGo is what? Is that an email service or is that a browser or what? It's a browser. It's a browser, okay. yeah. Because like everything, I use Chrome, I use Gmail, I, I use uh, I YouTube, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's like, God dang it, I don't, uh, I mean, I could yeah, set up those really, emails really, to forward. What it did but... was, when I saw those search results, you know, at first my thought was, oh, these guys are just trolling. Like somewhere in Google, yeah. there's like a bunch of there's a bunch of like dudes who decided to troll because they're obviously leftists and they thought it'd be funny. Yeah. But then it got me thinking, like, holy shit, guys, you are basically a monolith, right? I mean, yeah. it's essentially a triopoly, I guess. We have like we have Google, yeah. we have Microsoft, and we have Apple, mm-hmm. and and I'm like. You guys are a private are private organizations. You get to do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, that 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 is your right. But holy shit, like it's kind of like what Steve Bannon was talking about before he got ousted. Was he was like, maybe we should make the internet into a utility, right? Yeah. Like protect it. I'm not saying we have to go that far, but it does bring up a significant point that you can't view. Like I used to view it this way. You cannot view internet. Providers and you know these major providers like Google, as if there's some sort of like smarter than thou group of people that they're above emotional decisions, yeah. that they're above right. you know these really stupid moves. Which is why I really would like people to check out the links in in the chat um, in in the like all other links section I added and in okay. the general chat because like it's totally okay for you to start exploring alternatives to the big three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. we don't have use Google. And, and that's that, something that I'm really picking yeah. on is their hubris. Like, I really think that they think that nothing can ever compete with them because they're so big, but like you guys did it and other people can do it too. It's not yeah. an impossible task to defeat Remember when Google. everyone used MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, like it, what, what does Google expect that, that like nothing is ever going to happen. That's going to push them into obscurity. Like it's yeah. totally impossible. And, and that them. would be my ideal solution because I am sympathetic to the case that you're making about 
perhaps government intervention is necessary and we keep it like a utility and thus they aren't able to discriminate based on and that's the problem is my ideal solution would be competition solution but it's right yeah yeah but it's so much infrastructure needed to compete with google that you can't there's no mom and pop google alternative I don't really I, see a I way agree. out of the utility thing. Even even yeah. though I really don't trust the federal government, I don't want these to be public yeah, utilities. I, I don't like any I don't of the answers. I see a way to combat Google without it at yeah. this point in time. But I can exactly. see this being a horrible dystopian future where we, information doesn't reach us. But, I mean, this, this is what is happening with Google anyway. Yeah, you guys know what happened to Gab, right? Like, you, you know yeah. how that, they that got, right there should drive the point home. They got, what, what so happens what happened to, to them? They got banned on the a Android store? On, on Google Apps. Or, yeah, Google Apps. You can't. Okay. Just because what? Because white white nationalist tweet on Gab? Is that is that why? Is they called it a far right organization. Oh, like, good Lord. No, this is just a free speech organization. It's and just a place that lets game. you type words. You can yeah. be a white nationalist on WhatsApp or on any kind of messaging uh, yeah, yeah. any kind of messaging this platform. Would not have had, they didn't do it to Twitter. They didn't uh, do it to Twitter. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah. Anyway, we're running short on time, but I appreciate the thoughts, man. And thanks yeah, for, no, no. Uh, Go, uh, thank thanks you for, for having patience. me and have a of great course. week. All right. You as well. Thank you. Bye. And again, my apologies to wandering, wandering. If you're listening, I will definitely bring you in next time. We have non-patron callers. So don't, uh, don't be mad wandering. Sorry about that. Okay. Hey, first, quit DMing me. He always does this shit during the show. Okay, so we got um, we got a couple questions to get through, and then we have Super Chat. You want to do the questions first? We should always or... do the questions first. Okay. All right. I will remember that. Committed to memory. Well, because then we don't have to do Super Chat twice. All the you're other right. ones won't get captured. Um, yeah, you're right. Okay. Hey, oh, blonde and Matt. About two months ago, the company I work for had an all-hands meeting where they spent a solid 20 minutes Speaking about how they want to force diversity in the company by putting an emphasis on hiring, promoting more women to management, Ugh. because studies have shown a greater ROI with women in the workforce. I don't believe that. Yeah, you're right not to believe that. Um, two questions regarding the step towards their perceived social justice utopia. One, do you think that a culture that has had diversity forced upon it lose all the benefits that a naturally occurring diversity may bring? Yes. And I have made that point before. Hmm. We do I'm want not to entirely sure I understand. Can you explain the point? I I'll read it again for you. Uh, do you yeah. think that a culture that has had diversity forced upon it loses all the benefits that a naturally occurring diversity may bring? But I, I normally talk about this on an international level. If every society is multicultural, that when you travel, you're not going to be experiencing the native culture as it would exist. Right. Because it's it would sort of defeat the purpose of travel. Right, right. It's become a commercialized multicultural environment. Um, yeah. I can't so, wait to go so, to, yeah, why would I go to Europe if it's exactly the same as it is here? Or why right. would I go to I China if it's exactly the same I, as it is here? I was looking around and there was like a 7-Eleven like on every fucking corner in Stockholm. I'm yeah, like, I don't want to go there and eat McDonald's. Yeah. I could drive down the street and get that. Muslims and stuff. I'm like, you know, I go to Sweden so that I can see Swedish people eat Swedish food and not, you know, deal with Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, so I can so see what he's saying. Question is, do you think companies will ever stop compromising the success of the company in the name of social justice? Well, this is this is a weird question, and that's the thing. So he says he's skeptical that that there's a greater return on investment with women in the workforce. Right. I share that skepticism as you do. I just the thing is that's always stated. At least in my former workplace, stuff like that is always stated. And then there's never a footnote. It's never an asterisk. You know, here's the here's the work cited on that claim. Yeah. I would love to read. The, the literature, presumably it exists, but they never show you. But that's the thing is, the, the uh, these are all businesses that we're dealing with. They're either you know privately held, publicly held, whatever. The point is there are investors who have invested in these companies 
to get a return on that investment. And I have a hard time believing that this stuff would just keep perpetuating. It's it's impossible it, because people now that don't do this social justice bullshit will have a better uh, employee base. I mean, people yeah. will be more qualified. They'll be operating on a legitimate meritocracy. Um, and so they will do better financially. Like you want to tell me an IT firm filled with women is not going to fucking crash and burn. You can't. Yeah, well, I, and I wonder, so what's going to, let's, let's presume for the thought exercise purpose that, that he's correct. And that this forced diversity is detrimental to the bottom line of the company presents an interesting situation for the shareholders. If you're the investor in X company, whatever he's working for, uh, are you willing to go before the shareholder meeting and say this diversity stuff is bullshit because diversity is a, is such a religion of sorts that I'm, I bet there are plenty of people who are willing to even compromise some of their return on investment just well, to Google uphold. Is right yeah. Now. Well, that's the, that's the weird question about Google is like it's a massive company, tons of people own stock in Google. Why aren't they raging at what is probably going to devalue the company? Because they have a monopoly on the industry. And because everyone is so virtuous. Yeah. (laughs) Like you don't care about your retirement fund as long as nobody thinks you're racist. That seems to be the situation. Right, right. I mean, but people can't do this forever. Like there's no way to continue this in perpetuity. It's just not feasible financially or otherwise. So I don't really see this going beyond. Honestly, I don't really see this going beyond the next two to five years. I think we're going to see Google crash and burn or really drastically change you know, yeah. the way they operate their company. Yeah. Uh, side um, note, Michael is, is running my fantasy football league basically. So thank oh, you really? for volunteering <laughs> your services. Yeah. And for the good questions. I really appreciate yeah. it. Um, that's why he says commissioner, Michael. That's why. Ah, okay. I was yeah. like, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, Hey mountain blonde. I live in one of the top five most left leaning counties in the country. And because of this, friends and relatives are aggressively left leaning. My question is how do I try to talk to friends and family about politics without them becoming upset at me? Should I even try to talk about politics? Thank you for answering. If you do, please keep anonymous. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm a, I'm so biased about this because what I did, I also live in in probably the top five most liberal areas in the whole country. Uh, what I did was just say whatever I wanted indiscriminately and then tell everybody to <laughs> fuck right off and then spectacularly quit my job. So this is probably yeah. not an option for you. I understand if it's not. Um, But like, I really do think that there's a lot of merit in just telling people like your supported ideologies, cite things, be reasonable with them, don't lose your temper. And then when they fly off the handle, they'll reflect on this and be like, somebody told me something true and I responded emotionally. Um, All you want to do with these people is plant the seed. And that's how I got red pilled. It was like (sighs) a a, a few people told me some things and I read some facts and then I started noticing them in my daily life and then I can no longer ignore it. So my approach to this, if, you know, if I were less confrontational and like conflict really bothered me would be to try to gradually plant the seeds every time I see them warm them up a little bit and then maybe they'll develop yeah. their own understanding of right-leaning ideologies. We probably have a pretty similar outlook because one of the things that drives me nuts about uh, a lot of people on the left that has pushed me away is the um, the the imposing of the politics all the time. So I try to hold this rule in my personal life, although I admittedly break it from time to time, especially if you get enough beers in me and my friends and I go at it at the 4th of July party and things like that. But my general rule that I try to uphold is that I am not going to discuss politics, news, social issue, controversial stuff 
um, in a social environment unless it is imposed upon me. And if it is, I'm not going to pretend that I am a believer That's in your a religious really good worldview. Rule of thumb. Because a lot of people will just not talk to you about politics, but then a lot of people will act like they're not talking about politics and then just uh, say things that they believe are self-evident but are totally yeah. biased, like um, talk about the wage gap conversationally yes. as though it's a real thing. And or like those I racist can't let that Trump supporters conversation. Yeah. I just can't. I can't yeah, let that. I go agree. So that's the rule that I try to go with. I break it, admittedly, but generally generally no matter who you are you hate having someone else's politics imposed upon you so i try not to be that guy but if someone is that guy to me i'm gonna respond yeah yeah, yeah. people that are apolitical i rarely bother them yeah with stuff like this. i'm like yeah. you are not you know foisting your opinions on me so okay and then we had one uh, leftover super chat from oh, last week yeah, that yeah. i thought deserved um, a good answer so uh i'll just read it here i got it as a new skeptic youtuber i have uh i have t- a trouble. I have trouble finding motivation to make content due to censorship. I also don't want to be reiterating points that have already been made. Uh, did or do you have this issue? Um, uh, well, I, I address this a little bit on the show, but I think that part of the problem with him being concerned that he's reiterating points is because he's situated himself within the skeptic community. And at this point, this is all repetition for me. Like I haven't seen anything new come out of the skeptic community and months and months and months they just talk about feminism and islam and free speech but then virtue signal all over the place i think it's a weak community i wouldn't align yourself with any community that'd be the advice i would give you don't yeah. call yourself anything yeah it, eventually really a group eventually any group right. yeah any group is going to betray you so yeah, people yeah. are going to try to assign you to a group people assign me to the skeptics all the time yeah. i don't really that doesn't make me mad but it's not like i've tried to put myself in that box either to the point on censorship because I agree with your point that you should avoid avoid identity politics on YouTube. Just be yourself. Um, no, you can engage in identity politics all you want. I'm not saying no. I mean like don't YouTube. Label Id- yourself. Right. I mean YouTube identity politics. Oh not yeah. Even like race. I mean like I'm part of the this YouTube group. Don't do it because they're gonna they're gonna disappoint you eventually. Uh, I have trouble finding motivation to make content due to censorship. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, Obviously, I don't like that uh, that YouTube has decided that every single video I upload is too controversial for all advertisers by default, and I have to appeal. I have to appeal every single one I upload. Uh, oh, that's annoying. That has not happened to me. I looked, and it's I'm almost happen. fully monetized. But I cannot it's, believe they got your channel first. It will happen because they're rolling it out. So basically, the thing that happened in Razorfist video is exactly the same for me. So, and then I have to appeal everyone. And by the way, like half of them, I win on appeal and get full videos. But I'm clearly on some kind of blacklist, like he is now. But here's the thing about any prospective YouTuber, and I would have said this even before this change. Um, this is not like th- this whole thing. And I don't know if he means money wise or if he just means that YouTube isn't going to censor you necessarily. Although what they've said about putting you into kind of a black hole of in terms of not promoting you not allowing likes or I mean, comments in your videos i don't know if you're like but, doing nazi style content like a valion that they will shut your channel yes back. but if you're somewhere like blonde or i you're not going to get straight up censored right. so for anyone right. who is interested in making content on youtube or wherever else or writing your own blog or whatever it is you want to do in terms of putting your thoughts on the internet Absolutely, it is crucial that you would do it for its own sake and that you enjoy it for its own sake because, by the way, when you do it like we do, it's it's a job like anything else. The difference is I yeah. enjoy doing it and I would do Mostly. it for, yeah, but you know, if, if I had to find another source of income 
and do this on the side, it would be less frequent and probably less quality, but I would still do it. I would, I, so it's very crucial that you would do it for its own sake, regardless of the restrictions that YouTube might place on you, regardless of the, the money that may or not may or may not come your way. If you enjoy doing it for your own sake, then absolutely do it. Yeah. But if stuff that YouTube does discourages you, I would just say, re just be very serious in your consideration of what it is that is making you want to do this in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Thoughtful advice. Um, is that, those are all of our questions. I guess. We yeah, we're over time. two hours. Oh, so it's time to get out of here. We got to read super chat though. Don't we? Yeah. There are just a few though. Okay. Um, blonde shoe guns. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bear spray. Bear maze. I know. Um, metal Novak gave us $6 and 66 cents. And he said, Trudeau is a faggot question mark. Is this the same person? No question mark. No, there's no question mark on that. Is this the Andy is a faggot guy with a different account? Might be. It might be. Um, thank you for that. <laughs> and then formerly fallen gave us another $5. Check thank the you. hashtag picture pictures, text channel, new Patreon supporter mm. for the next time. Thank you very much for that. Um, okay. yeah. we um, have, wait, is he seeing, he's a, is that person saying he needs patron? No, Sorry, I think I'm... that he's uh, that he just became a Patreon supporter. That's oh, okay, yeah. So if if you need to get marked in the server, just send us a message and I'll take ah, that okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, geolossifizer, right? Hmm. Five dollars. Uh, what are your thoughts on Trump's Afghanistan plan? Any major arguments or agreements or disagreements? Uh, we did talk about this. Yeah, a little check bit the f- check the first the, call. Check the first call. Listen, yeah. listen back. Um, I post this on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, not YouTube, but uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, all the podcast stuff. First call tonight was about Afghanistan. So you can listen back there. Uh, Thank you for the donation. Um, Then we have Metal Novak again. The most vile smelling Antifa hippie punk I've ever smelled was in Hamburg. How would you describe (laughs) the smell of the Seattle crust punks? He gave us $20. (laughs) Um, That's so funny that he brought this up because I was actually walking today and this filthy fucking millennial street urchin scum rat walked by me and it was like I was uh, it reminded me of the smell of um, the monkeys at the zoo like you know that like strong like body odor and I haven't been to the zoo for a while I couldn't believe his body odor just overtook me and he was just standing next to me like eating a fruit roll up like I'm like you're disgusting and you need to get a job (laughs) yeah vile um (laughs) DS gave us five dollars. Just wanted a shout out to my two friend to my two friends Ben Tejo and Cole Arrow. They are there all about go. the huevos. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Yeah. And then last one of the show was Constantine the mediocre five dollars. Instead of a utility, make a law to apply the first and fourth amendment to the internet. That uh, that's I've heard that before in Dave. That's Cullen. interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. Although you're I mean, still, I mean, there would have to be of, a constitutional amendment. Can you imagine? Yeah, but yeah, well, I don't know that you're out of the principle of regulating private business still, but um, that is but, a really interesting philosophical question. Yeah, but uh, but generally, I just I do think that like we just need a competitor. Well, it's kind of pie in the sky. I mean, unless we're yeah. going to get some sort of massive investor, you need someone with huge wealth. Gigantic yeah, I know. And to... I'm not super confident about any of the alternatives that exist. Hatreon has been down all day. I haven't even I haven't even checked. And I tried to apply to Hatreon and they never even responded to me. So I'm Oh, like, it's <laughs> application. It's not even just set up an account. 
well, I tried to set up an account. Nobody responded. And then I, tr- I went to their website today and it's down. Their website's yeah. down. Yeah. I'm like, and then like Minds isn't user friendly. I don't like it at all. I, I don't really like I, Gap. There are much. certain things about Minds that I really like. And actually Minds will let you contribute on a monthly basis like Patreon now. But it's in the classic Minds way. It's not 100% obvious to the user Mine's how to is do wonky it. still and yeah. glitchy and it still looks like it's in beta even though it's not anymore right i don't know uh, generally the minds guys are saying the right thing and they have features i like what they're that saying yeah really but great, until but... somebody offers me a platform that's comparable to youtube or twitter i mean i'm going to continue using youtube and twitter well, i can't yeah. diversify and people are like oh just just get on other on other accounts and stuff i'm like you don't understand what that does to my workflow it creates way more work for me i have to maintain more social media platforms and i have to invest in other things that might just disappear yeah that have a more more of a likelihood of disappearing than twitter even yeah because they're small companies so it, yeah. I, I haven't diversified at all i'm still only on twitter and youtube and i'm i don't really plan on Hey, I'll be there till they ban me. I mean, yeah, I'll be there I'm gonna they ride this thing until the wheels in, fall off, or yeah. until they MySpace it and they're no longer relevant. Yeah, 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 me too. All right, um, um, we we're get, good. Yeah. Okay, let's let's call it there. So, um, so we yeah, have a three-hour show now. <laughs> yeah, apparently, a three-hour show. Yeah, uh, I don't have any plans for Sunday yet, but I do know I'm gonna watch that clip of that guy getting the tear gas canister to the balls. I saved a few other things, but I who knows. Um, we're gonna have sticks in a couple weeks, hopefully, and then yep. um, and then we'll try to get uh, what's her Red name? Pill. Red Pill Black. Red Pill Black. Her name's Black. Candace. So, her name's Candace. Okay. Well, we'll we'll try to get we'll try to keep the good guests coming, and otherwise we'll just talk about bullshit and stuff like we always do. See you Sunday.